Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the 42nd episode of the Cinestomcast, the one-stop shop for movie and TV news, recent releases, reviews, and all things entertainment. I'm one, I am one of your hosts, Michael Amaral, and I'm joined, as always, by... Not as always. I wasn't here last week. Well, you're back. That's right. I'm back. I'm Gio. And... Jay. Jay. Jisk. <laughs> Jish. <laughs> oh, I missed that show. The show never gets old. Wait. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's done. Yeah. Get so sad when I remember that. Yeah. I do too. Um. All right. So, a couple things to cover this week. Geo is back from E3. Mm-hmm. We'll mm-hmm. talk about it a little bit. A little bit. Because we're going to do a special episode for that. We'll yep. save a special episode for that. Right, right, yeah. right, right. But we'll talk a little bit about E3 because there was some cool Netflix news that came out of it. Yep. Some video game to movie news that came out of it. Um. So, we'll get to that. Uh, light news week. So, let's get right into it. What have you guys been watching? Um, I actually i <laughs> I watched the movie on the plane. I don't remember what the fuck it was. Um, <laughs> was so it snakes on a plane. It, holy shit! No, uh, <laughs> but it was. I did watch a movie at home uh, with with my wife. It was um, murder mystery with Adam Sandler. Oh, is that the Netflix? It's like the new, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I can't stand Adam Sandler. Um, but you watched anyway. I watched it anyways. It's the modern day Clue, basically. Okay. Um, so, you know, Adam Sandler and his wife, uh, who is God, what the hell's her name? Drew from? Barrymore? <laughs> no, it's the chick from, uh, from friends there. Jennifer Aniston? Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer Aniston. Yes. Really? Uh, so he, he's kind of like, he's a cop and he, their anniversary is coming up and she wants to go somewhere special and they end up going, um, to Europa and uh, somehow they end up on this crew, uh, this this ship, this yacht, mm-hmm. and there's this mayhem ensues. There's a murder, and they gotta they figure out who it was. Essentially, yeah, it's a modern day clue with Adam Sandler. It, it was an okay movie, nothing you know earth shattering. I I found myself laughing a few times. Wow, well, um, more than the last couple of Adam Sandler movies. I know. I mean, his movies are. God he has awful. some classics. Yeah, I don't Bonified even like comedy classics. He's like a really good dude too. Okay, yeah, that's fine. I mean, I'm I'm judging him as an, an actor. actor, right? Yeah. And, I think his older stuff, is and even his hilarious. older stuff, he's the he's the same. I'm sorry, he's the same character in every single one Which of his movies. Slightly different. Nope. But you're. They're right. all hoopity boopity boo. <laughs> bah, bah, bah. No, I'm all set. <laughs> I'm all set. They're all the same. I love same. how you always go to that when you talk about hoopity boopity boo. I mean, that's if I say that. You know who I'm talking oh, about. Absolutely. But uh yeah, he's those are classics. Those the, that trilogy that he had in the early nineties yeah, still I, holds up. I guess. I don't yeah. know. With what what is it? I happy? can't believe you decided to watch that. All, all the movies It was with my lady. Okay. okay, so I wasn't gonna choose to watch all that. Right. Um if anything, <laughs> I probably would have played video games. Yeah. Um but I played I watched the movie. Um, and she didn't want to watch anything like scary because that's usually what we go for is the horror. So, yep. um, she wanted to watch that. Anyways, um, so going back to Adam Stanley, he has Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore, and what's that third one? Waterboy. Waterboy. Ugh, gross. Okay. Man. Yeah, and and like I said, there was a movie I, I can't fucking remember. I love the Waterboy. The Waterboy is great. It's probably my favorite Adam Sandler movie. That and, and like Billy Madison. I would say right now, I it would, would be happy. Say happy happy the War Boy is my favorite. Yeah, I'm saying movie. Nah, they're all, I don't know if anything. It's Happy Gilmore only because of hockey. That's it. Yeah, that's all I got. And he wears a Bruins jersey, right? Yeah. Even Big Daddy has. And he some beats funny up. Moments. Oh yeah, and Little Nicky. 
Like, oh, oh my buddy Jeremy reenacts that movie. He makes it. He makes that movie. <laughs> so it's the talking about yeah. the movie. Uh, I not, mean, yeah, not the actual enjoying laughs. of watching yeah. the movie is good. It's the it's the quotable lines yeah. afterwards. Like, he plays like the son of Satan, right? Yeah, like yeah, home yeah. is what you make it. That sort of stuff. Right. Um, but I don't know. Whatever. And that's it. That's all you got. You had a busy week. Yeah. No, I I wasn't watching films. I can't really remember the airplane. I think that's like you're gonna remember by this by the end of this episode. Was it a newer movie? We're gonna we're gonna debunk this right I now. It, I oh geez. First of all, the first clue he doesn't know one actor or actress <laughs> that played this movie. And I definitely watched a movie. <laughs> and you watch the murder mystery movie, and you can't figure out what movie that you watched on a plane. Nope. It's no. true though. Like airplanes are like time warps. You completely forget yeah. everything that happens while well, you're the on Twilight plane. Zone. Yeah. 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 No, I. I I have no idea. So you got like that recycled air that you're just breathing the oh, whole time. Yeah. It's like you're like all pumped up and then you get on a plane and you just sit down and you just want to like. And you know what? I, I watched flying. it in the middle freaking seat. So I mean, what is no, even worse? I'm just like, I'm like a mummy just freaking trying to watch a movie. I have, you know, I don't know. I have an old lady to the left of me and kind of, I don't even know. To, I don't remember who was on the right of me. And I'm just trying, I don't know, just to get. Stay alive. Was this on the way back? I'm like trying to survive. This is on the way there. On the way there. On the way back, I played. I played the Nintendo Switch. So, well, you're not gonna remember the movies you watched anyway. So you're like, fuck fuck it. I don't even know what I watched. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So yeah. I I mean, that's all. It's crazy when I go on like long flights, and it's literally right when we land. Everyone talks about like what they watched, and I'll be like, shit, I don't even remember what I watched. (laughs) Watched like four movies, and I don't remember all of them. It's it's crazy. Yep. All right, Jeff, what have you watched? Um, I finally got a Roku. Oh, nice. Yes. Yeah, I saw the picture. Uh, so I can't wait to make that call to the co- uh, cable company to uh, cut the cord. Well, get definitely get used to the Roku. Yeah, no, my I'm... wife has to get used to it. Okay. <laughs> that's that's right there. That's I mean, the there's, key. Yeah, there's an adjustment. Absolutely. Uh, but while I was getting my Roku, uh, something caught my eye at Best Buy. It was a Steelbook. Of course. Um, and it was Akira. Uh, okay. I yep. probably saw Akira late 90s i think like right out of high school and i don't really remember much about that anime so i said you know what i'm gonna try you know dip my toes in the uh anime world and uh rewatched it does it hold up i don't know because i don't understand it (laughs) (laughs) i don't know what it is about sci-fi anime i guess it's like cyberpunk the the plots are so convoluted that I don't know it loses me. I mean, you, the animation is pretty cool, mm-hmm. and it's quite of an quite an achievement at the time. I mean, it broke all kinds of walls for animation. And With anime. a lot of those anime, you'll start to really understand it after like the fortieth episode. Oh, great! Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like how. Um, <laughs> well, there's a lot Death of special Note. features no. on it and stuff. Full Metal Alchemist. Is. That, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. And then even then, they lost. They lost me sometimes. See, that's what I mean. I you, have to like go back and watch a couple episodes and be it, like, it takes a what long time to really just understand what the hell's going on i don't think it's just sci-fi no there is a lot of special features i didn't know that this anime was completely hand-drawn and there's very little cgi used um that blows my mind i know it's like 160,000 frames single frames (laughs) oh my god insane so the one i watched had a remastered uh voice dub so i don't remember what it sounded like before and also a new soundtrack because uh i guess originally the original soundtrack the the guy composed it without seeing a single frame of the movie. Oh wow! So, oh, wow. so maybe this one fits better. I like sound soundtrack. It was subtle. It wasn't like in your face. 
Um, so after Akira, I decided to watch the other Steelbook anime that I have. I haven't watched, and now it's Ghost in the Shell. Okay, yeah. I enjoyed it a little bit more. Again, it's a more so modern. So many convoluted plots, but that's a more modern. Is I believe it's, it is. It's like five or six years after. Yeah, yeah, and I, the animation you can tell is mm. is is better. The action is better. Um, I, I enjoy it a little bit more, but there's like so much exposition, like exposition, like the dialogue is just about like section six, section nine, like, well, what it, the? it's the, it's the cyberpunk. So it's a lot of corporations yes. uh, yeah, taking yeah. over the world yes, type of stuff. Right. And I, I have not seen the live action one with uh, Scarlett Johansson. I don't know. If I don't, that's any I don't know that you need to. Probably not. Yeah, no. I didn't do very but well. That was my dipping my toes into the anime pool. I think I'm going to start Helsing for some reason that show kind of grabbed my attention uh it's about a corporation that's ridding the earth of like uh, evil monsters and mm-hmm. stuff and they hire a vampire so vampire re- called a la card who yeah. i think is castlevania, castlevania yeah. right yeah. so that sounded pretty cool i might try that one i don't know we'll give it a shot <laughs> i also signed back up to hulu oh good oh, congratulations so they have a whole anime channel so yeah. i'll probably like dip into that oh boy but I got Hulu because we had to continue watching Handmaid's Tale. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I missed the second episode in my slumber. My wife continued <laughs> to watch, and I just jumped it's back in. It's not as in. good. Did I say this last week, that it's not as good as season eh, one or two? Not as good, no. Yeah. Uh, but I'm starting to love, uh, what's her, her name in this one now is of Joseph, right? She doesn't She doesn't have that same yeah, name. Yeah, yeah, she's not of Fred anymore. Alfred, right. Yeah. And I love her friggin' puss yeah. in every episode. Like, she is just, like, pissed off at the world. <laughs> and that's, like, my favorite thing right now about that show. <laughs> she just, like, it's fuck okay. everything. Yeah, oh, no, yeah. she just wants to fuck everybody. Uh, so Wait, uh, does she want to, like, have no, sex not. with everyone? Or, <laughs> I mean, I just I just was curious She's, as to what direction they were going to this she season. She wants to fuck everybody. Over. Over. Okay, yeah. thank you for clarifying. <laughs> I was just curious. Um, so, uh, DC Universe... Um, Doom Patrol's over. Uh, disappointed. Uh, Swamp Thing, the third. You're disappointed it's over or you're disappointed in the show? No, I'm disappointed. I can't. There's no more episodes. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, but Swamp Thing, I think it was episode four. It's still going on a, a, a direction that I'm into. Uh, very, very horror tone. Um, they introduced a villain that was really cool. Uh, I don't want to spoil it, um, but uh, I'm into it. I, I don't care. It's going to end, but I, I still want to finish watching the oh, show. Oh, definitely. I mean, I'm sure it'll get picked up. I, I hope so. We I, were talking about this last week. Yeah. And, and like and some maybe, of these shows should be picked up. And by maybe it won't DC, be DC. It'll be someone else, which well, really doesn't make any sense. No, because, because Warner Brothers, at the end of that episode last week, we pretty much fade out that Warner Brothers is probably going to get rid of their DC Universe arm and just kind of put everything into that. Yeah, because the Warner Brothers streaming service, we figured this out at the end of the oh, podcast. Oh, wow, you guys were doing fucking research oh, during yeah. the episode. During oh, the episode. Nice, nice, nice. Okay, so live yeah. research. <laughs> Turns out that the their streaming service, Sherlock Holmes is their streaming service is going to be 16 to $17 a month. Okay, right. But yeah. it includes um, HBO and Showtime or something like that. Yes. It includes two premium. Right. Wow. So it's worth. So I mean, just HBO alone is what is fifteen bucks a month. Yeah, exactly. So you're getting HBO plus two other streaming services for sixteen to seventeen bucks a month. Okay. And if they put the DC Universe content on there, if they take Swamp Thing away, say HBO picks it up, it'll be it'll still be attached to the Warner Brothers streaming service. Because that was a that was like a major argument um, when they 
notified everyone that they were canceling the show. That was a major thing. Like DC can't afford to keep that show up and you know pay for another season or whatever. Right. Especially because of what they're charging, whatever it is. I don't even know. It's like less than ten bucks, right? Six Eight bucks. bucks. Yeah, seven ninety nine. I think. I thought it was a month. Six. It's right. It's under ten dollars a month. Under ten. Okay. Yes. Which which isn't enough, I guess, to support them to make a show. Um. And so maybe. I, I don't know. I, I mean, maybe with the Warner Brothers charging a little bit more, but adding on HBO, that's that's still another. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, it sounded way better by the end of the episode. We yeah. were shitting on it in the beginning, and they were like, wait a minute, this is actually a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> so we talked ourselves into getting the WB streaming nice, service. Nice, nice, yeah. <laughs> So, so I, I took advantage of it. I hope it. They, they do you know, I do. come around and I hope so. The it. shows are really good. Um, so I took advantage of it, and I... I I looked at some of the uh, animated movies I haven't seen yet, and I ended up catching uh, Batman Gotham by Gaslight. Mm-hmm. Um, when I read the synopsis, it was totally up my alley. And Batman's a character that you could pretty much put him in any kind of era, yeah, right, any kind of situation. He's been in every era. And then to put him in like Scotland Yard or like uh, Victorian age, yep. and, you know, he is the Sherlock Holmes of superheroes, yeah. right? I mean, yeah. it's just perfect. Yep. For him to be the detective, trying to figure out because Jack the Ripper is the uh, the villain. Yeah, um, it's okay. I liked it. The animation. I don't really like that kind of animation for some reason. It's the same animation they use for like the Batman. Yeah, uh, the animated, animated series. series. I love that stuff. You like it? Yeah. yeah. I, I like. No, I like the 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 original one, the the old one from the nineties, mm-hmm. not the one that they just called the Batman. Oh, I don't think I've seen that one. Yeah, it's 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 short lived. It's only like two seasons. Um, it's that kind of animation, not the uh, animated animated yeah, cartoon that anime. I love. Yeah, um, but it was it's okay. It's got a nice twist at the end. They do have some characters in the Batman universe show up. Um, it was decent, um, but I'm probably going to continue to try to catch more of the animated movies on there. Um, I watched a uh, Netflix, no, a Shutter exclusive, The Night Shifter. I saw it was in Portuguese. At first, I'm like. We finally get a port- like a real and Portuguese like, horror film. I can I can watch this in Portuguese. <laughs> you know. No, I can't. No, I can't. I can't do it. And then when I'm watching it, Jill's like, "Is this in Portuguese?" I'm like, "Yeah." Um, and I think it's in Portugal, and it's not. It's in Brazil. Brazil. Yes. I remember. I think I remember seeing that because we were. I was kind of going like back and forth, and when yeah. we were trying to decide what to watch, and I saw that because it's new, right? Yeah, it's new. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, and, and and I think in the synopsis it says something about Portugal. I thought it did too. Uh, I don't know if I was just reading the language and yeah, I was Portuguese. just like, That's "Motherfucker, Port- <laughs> I'm Portuguese." So it's I'm not a Portuguese horror no. movie. No, it's Brazilian. No, oh, it's man. Brazilian. But I did like my what? Like, see, Calabuca. I got that. I caught on. I caught on to that. And she's like, "Yeah, you got one sentence." Because Calabuca is said a lot. Oh really? Movie. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, as far as the movie goes. It's it's like two different movies. In the beginning, it had a very uh, comedic tone, but kind of spooky, and then it just co- totally goes off into another direction. Really? The second half of the movie is just like a typical modern-day supernatural movie with the jump scares. And, yeah, it's bogus. Yeah, and some of the CGI was like really janky. Like, So basically, he's, he's a mortician, and he can speak to the dead. Um and they tell him certain things that happen to you know, how happen to them, right? Yeah. And he finds out that his uh, wife is cheating on him, and finds out this secret from some thug that just passed away, and kind of manipulates 
uh, people in the real world with this secret that he learns. So it's a revenge flick that kind of comes back to haunt him in okay. the end. Okay, all right. I sounds like the idea. Sounds very interesting. Very yeah. interesting. But when you watch it, you're going to know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about, like where it's really kind of I think you prevented like, that from happening. <laughs> it's okay. okay. I'm not saying it's a terrible movie. You should definitely watch it. You might like it better than me. I, I don't know. It's no, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. I'm, I'm good. So to this day, the only real and good Portuguese horror movie is The Eyes of My Mother. Yes. That's <laughs> and I think that's just a Portuguese actress. No, I think uh, that's no, I, uh, it Portuguese filmmaker. Let me do some, uh, everything. Yeah. some research. All right. So my last thing I want to talk about, it was the best thing I watched all week. And it probably shouldn't be because I don't even know how these movies get made. <laughs> but uh, it was restored. Um, or restored. 19, yeah. 1987's Hard Ticket to Hawaii. So oh, this was it directed awesome. by... <laughs> well, you had me in 1987. Yeah, it is... It is glorious. This it, movie so it sounds like the fantastic. quintessential freaking 80s movie. Yes, or, that okay. you watch at like 2 a.m. on <laughs> Cinemax. Absolutely. <laughs> so I've always heard this is one of those bad movies that are just so bad that they're, there's just so much comedic value to them that you just have to experience it. I have a new appreciation for those kind of yes. movies. Yes, and yeah, I did. we did get you into that. Yeah. Um, I have never laughed so much. <laughs> I don't laugh that much at, on comedy movies, you know? Like yeah, you laugh at these yeah, movies because, because of how be ridiculous serious. they are. Right, they're trying to be you, serious. Yeah. You have to really jump in on some of these. Like Miami <laughs> Connection is one of the greatest of all time. Like you have to witness that movie. Like it me and his so brother were up till three in the morning watching movies one yeah, night. Yeah, you guys were fucking drunk. No, crying. you don't have to be you drunk. don't have to. The, no. We were crying. I mean, we had drank, but... It's good to have beers. <laughs> yeah. Don't get me wrong. Literally, <laughs> on, on the ground, crying, rewinding, <laughs> and playing the same scene over and over again, and just crying. Every, like, I haven't done that to like watching a movie doing that in so long. And I have a vast collection of these movies. <laughs> yes, I, 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 I was told that the your place is the optimal viewing party for <laughs> yeah. these types of films. Getting back to Hard Ticket to Hawaii, what can I say about this movie? It's directed by Andy Sedaris, who is an Emmy award-winning director. Just this not is, for this film, it sounds. It's amazing <laughs> that he put this out. I mean, he, he won Emmys for uh, ABC Wide, Wide World of Sports. Okay. Um, he was, like, very innovative at the time. He's also the... This is, explains this movie, maybe, that he was also the one that brought on the honey shot. So in football games... <laughs> Uh, basketball, whatever, wherever the cheerleaders are, he's the one that came up with panning to them, you know, so to, before explains, commercial breaks and stuff. Yep. Uh, explains a little bit of okay. what this movie's about. Um, <laughs> it stars two uh, ex, well, at the time, Playboy Playmates. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> that are secret undercover agents that are running a travel agency uh, in Hawaii. Sounds like a po- like a porno. Like the beginning it's, of it's a, a it's a softcore it, yeah. porn with go. very <laughs> awkward sex scenes. <laughs> I mean, there's the there is boobs aplenty. There's gratuitous nudity, nudity, and almost every other scene. Uh, but the plot is just so hilarious, and and the characters that are in this. I mean, if it, you're talking about henchmen's henchmen that name shade shades that play frisbee with random w- women with uh, an Uzi. What? Uh, just you know, just chilling out, playing frisbee with random women, Having and it. also gets uh, fooled into catching a frisbee that is riddled with razor blades. What? The and 
and he attempts to catch it, and it's disastrous. And he knows it's got razor blades. No, no, he's fooled into it. Where there is an actual frisbee, a frisbee sleight of the hand. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and there's a there's a there's a plot with a contaminated uh, snake, like a giant anaconda that gets mixed up with a a healthy uh, snake that's supposed to go to a zoo. It gets mixed up and a whole subplot with this snake. Oh, my goodness. Um, this sounds fantastic. <laughs> greatest thing about this movie, and I sent you guys this scene. I watched that. It's the greatest scene with a bazooka <laughs> I've ever seen. I have not watched it. Too. You I'm haven't seen it. I'll watch it. This watch scene it. will just tell you how <laughs> these movies go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. It deals with a guy coming down the road doing a handstand on a skateboard. Okay. And he is one of the henchmen of this this villain organization. They just they, they definitely uh, found a guy like on the street that can do a handstand on a skateboard, and they're like, "Dude, you gotta, be, you gotta be in our movie, man." <laughs> Downhill. <laughs> we gotta write you into this somehow. So the the two uh, men that are like the heroes of this movie, when they see this guy doing a handstand coming downhill on a skateboard, uh, one of the best lines is like, "Man, that guy must be doing some heavy doobies." What? <laughs> 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 Lost it. <laughs> so he. He actually meets up with his other henchman, <laughs> grabs a gun. Of course. And a blow-up doll. Wait, why? I don't know. Okay. And skates by them again, this time trying to shoot the tire of the Jeep that they're in. <laughs> Ends up, I don't know, inexplicably hitting the driver in the yeah, heart. Yeah. Perfect. He's like bleeding from the heart. Awesome. And, and his buddy is like saying to him, he's like, hey, man, are you all right? He's like, I'll live. You know, it's just, I, he got me in the chest or something. I'm like, I'll live. Don't worry about the it. The guy just shot him in the heart like fucking John Wick. And he'll but be he, living. The gun never even comes close to his heart. Yeah. He literally is aiming at the tire. And I don't know why. And then it, it's like a jump cut and he's like holding his chest. <laughs> wow. So they reversed the Jeep. Of course. And guy in the shotgun grabs a rocket launch, a four missile rocket launcher. Four bo- missile? Four mi- it's, it's four got like barrels. A four barrel. So in but the, how does in that- the credits of this movie, there is a guy that is credited with rocket launcher designer. Oh. That's his credit for the movie. <laughs> he, that was the only thing he fucking did. <laughs> it has four barrels of four missiles, and they all get used in this movie. Nice. <laughs> Two of them get used in this scene. So when they reverse, they hit the guy in the skateboard causing him and the blow-up doll go flying into the sky. One rocket blows up the guy that jumps and oh, gets knocked out. The second rocket is used on the blow-up doll. Oh, <laughs> that's why the blow-up doll was there. Yeah, yes. they, they, they needed, needed to blow it up. Yeah. And that is even one of the best scenes. With, that is the best scene with the bazooka, but it does not end there. And you... I'm not going to say anymore. That's all you really need to Do you think I'm going to watch this? You, I'm going to force you to watch this. <laughs> We're going to come here I'm and watch I'm still trying it. to watch The Legends. <laughs> no. Or Legends. So that was it for me. Uh, what is the name of this masterpiece? Hard Ticket to Hawaii. Hard Ticket to Hawaii. Yes. Oh, Is this like it is, in Hawaii? Um, I think it is filmed in Hawaii. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Sounds, sounds fantastic. Oh, it's great. Um, by the way, Eyes of My Mother is uh, based in Portugal, and it is Portuguese. Nice. Bam. Um, Viva I Portugal. am watching, or I watched, the first episode of Black Mirror. It was okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I got to finish it. Still watching Handmaid's Tale. I haven't. I'm not caught up though. I only watched the first two. It's on four now, right? Yeah. Yep. I think I'm just gonna wait for it all to come out. You would think with Black Mirror, like they would hit you, uh, hit it out of the park with their first episode. Um, I think the their budget series. got too high, and it's like one of those things where. 
the, Why limita- would they put- the limitations that they dealt with made for better creativity and yeah. different ways to do things. So like when you have budget limitations, the content ends up being better. So I think now that they're just yeah, such you, a big show and they get all the budget in the world, that's not good. The quality kind of is, yeah. is 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 fallen. Do you, do you think they're trying to outdo themselves? Maybe outthink themselves. Maybe. Hmm, this, this episode was okay. It looked beautiful. It was shot very well, but yeah. um, just a it was just kind of weird. That's I still have that's my thoughts up, on it too. Yeah, to watch more than I one. heard. The my second episode the is the is the best episode of the season. That was my favorite out of the three. Yeah. And I wouldn't even put it in the top five yeah, yeah, yeah. episodes of Black Mirror. Probably not even close. But um, all right. So I'm watching a show, and I've been telling everyone to watch this. You haven't told me to watch it. Nope. Because you probably won't be able to watch it. Oh, okay. I'll just back <clears throat> away from here. This show, I saw. It was on like one. It was like the main banner of Netflix, like this week or last week. So why won't I be able to watch it? I'm gonna get to it. I, but it's on Netflix. I can yeah, watch yeah, it. Yeah, but I stole wait. your account information. <laughs> um. It was on a big banner, so I, ha- I had seen it, but then I was online and I was like, oh, Bradford Young shot this show on Netflix. It's called When um, When They See Us. Oh, is this about the Central Park Five? Yep. Okay. Holy shit. First of all, it's the most beautiful show probably ever shot, ever, because it is shot by Bradford Young, who is one of the greatest cinematographers of all time. I feel like you say that about a lot of cinematographers, <laughs> but continue. No, right now it's like Roger Deakins and Bradford Young. Those, yep. those are the two. Right now, but next um, week it could be And Greg Frazier. Here we go. See? But. <laughs> <laughs> you already got three on the list. You can only This is one of, I think, I think the first time. show shot on the new Ari Alexa LF. <clears throat> it's like large format. Yep. It's one of the... He's just throwing numbers in. Like, it means nothing. <laughs> I think it's the first show shot on it because the camera literally just came out, like, last year. Really? So it has to be one of the first shows shot with it. And goddamn, this is the most beautiful show I've ever well, seen. What's so it's show? not a documentary. It's, it's not a documentary. This is a four-episode limited series, but the episodes are over an hour each. And it's about the Central Park Five, um, 1989, Brooklyn? Or the Bronx. That's one part of New York. Where was Central Park is. Yeah. Um, New York. Right. New York City. (laughs) This white woman um, that was running through Central Park gets raped and beat up. Mm -hmm. And they, the investigation, instantly pull five black kids that were in the park that didn't know each other and like charged them with Mm -hmm. the rape and, and... you know, well, they were they were coaxed into confessing and to it, it. Yeah, so this is what this is why you're not gonna be able to watch the show. They take the it is the most disturbing show I, I've seen in a long ass time. They take these kids and just like hold them for 18 hours, don't feed them, beat the shit out of them. This is in the 80s, 89. Yeah, yeah they changed a lot of things about interrogation. Yeah, there was this. no cameras or anything like yeah. that. They could have they could do whatever they wanted to these kids. They were like and they were kids. you can go that was the other they were underage, under- didn't call their parents. That's what I mean. Like I said, they changed a lot of stuff af- after that. But and continue. holy was- shit, the way they the, the kids first of all are amazing in this show. The, like mm-hmm. the acting is insane. Yeah. And the way that they portray everything is just it, it's so real and impactful and it is Callie's like I can't even watch this show anymore no <laughs> she's like this is like the most disturbing thing ever yep and like they put these kids through hell they're like oh you can go home if you just tell us they're like um Kevin was the one that did it right and the kid's like who's Kevin but by the end he's like yeah Kevin did it they were just like saying that the other kid and then he's like and then Atron said that you did this and the kid's like who the hell's that <laughs> right yeah 
so it's like it was a really it was really so coerced it was all this coercion and all this shit that made these kids say all these things the and same, then the same thing kind of happened in uh the making of a murderer is that documentary oh yeah, yeah, yeah. um yeah. where their interrogation techniques kind of coerced them into right. believing mm-hmm. what the police were saying but the thing with this is like it shows the whole trial. So the first episode is pretty much them getting taken into mm-hmm. into the police station, getting interrogated. Like it's intense. Second episode is like they're getting charged, they go to trial, and all that shit. And that's all I watched the first two episodes. And I'm not gonna spoil anything if you don't know the case, but like it is it is crazy. I can't believe that this is based on a true story. Mm-hmm. Right. And a president still has not apologized for what, yeah, what and he his said some crazy shit. What his involvement was? What in president that. was it? Uh, Trump, the president. Oh, the president current day. president. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he, he, he like pulled says full stuff. page ads in the Times and the Post, huh. um, trying to bring back the death penalty because of this for case. that. Yes. Yeah. Jeez. So and like, they we're underage. And what's what's crazy? The kids are really good actors, but it's the parents that really kill it in this show because it's, it's like their reaction to like that like trump saying that and all these cops taking their kids and like these kids don't even know each other so it's like right. all this it's like dealing with the shit you know right and they couldn't do anything they went to the police station and like they're at the police who else are you gonna go and there, the police right? were threatening the parents yeah no wow, that's <laughs> well, no it was but they couldn't do anything guilty until proven innocent yes they didn't have a chance. It is a tough show to watch. I I highly recommend. I'll never watch the show again because I physically and mentally can't. Yeah, it's one of those, right? But I am so hooked, and it is it is really. Definitely if you can get past the visceral insanity of it, I would highly recommend it. And and is de- it is definitely the most beautifully filmed show, probably ever. On your HJ twenty film camera. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Having a lot of. Um, you can open that with your hands. Yeah, I'll check it out because that is getting a lot of news uh, yeah. right now. Well, and there's a documentary too, theme for this episode. But there's a documentary uh, a where Oprah Winfrey interviews all those kids today. Oh, yeah. I'm not a big Oprah Winfrey fan, but I'll probably watch it just because I'm so intrigued by the story and I can't believe that it's true. Yeah, because they actually uh, spent time in prison. Dude, they get found. They all get found guilty. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, oh, oh. <laughs> it's, uh, that it was, was 20 years ago it, Don't spoil yeah, it on no me No spoilers right <laughs> It's public record <laughs> Yeah I'm definitely Going to watch it So yeah And like the description Of the next episode Is like um, The kids deal with Being in prison And Leaving prison As men <laughs> yeah, So no, they must have insane. spent A decent amount of time In prison For That's, something that they Didn't do yeah, They insane. didn't even know Each other They were just in the park right. At the wrong time that's terrible. unfortunately this story is highly publicized, but there are many cases of that. Sure, yeah, going on. Oh, I'm sure it's crazy. So yeah, when they see us, um, highly recommend. And I'm also watching. You were here last week. I was talking about Devil Man Cry Baby. Remember when I tried watching the show and I said it was really fucking Devil weird. May Cry Baby. Devil Man Cry Baby. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Devil May Cry. For a video game movie episode, <laughs> like, what is happening here? I don't remember that one. Um. I'm almost done with it. It's still a super fucking weird yeah. anime. Like I worse than Love Death. If you think like Love, Death, and Robots is like borderline porn, this it, is like 10 times worse. I mean, I don't think it's I, th- I don't think it's borderline porn. I think it is robot porn. Yeah, but this is way <laughs> oh, worse. Yeah. This is like demon porn. Demon porn. Gotcha. 
<laughs> I mean, I, I think with, with uh, weird plot lines that don't make any sense. Is that just? I think anime that's just thing? an anime thing. That's why I was saying that it's not just sci-fi anim- no, anime. No, because my nephew is such a big and anime I think it's fan, like a translate. Like, it might be a translation thing. Maybe, but there's just a lot of shit that doesn't make any sense. I mean, you see that I think a lot in some some Japanese movies. Mm. Um, but I mean, oh, some true. of their uh, like uh, you absolutely like uh, Kiko uh, Kiko's Kiki's delivery service. Yeah. I mean that it's a movie, but I mean it makes makes sense. Yeah, along with other Miyazaki's uh, yeah films, it's, I mean it's cohesive. And right, it they're all cohesive. They're, yeah. they're the narrative is smooth. I mean, there's yep. no no problems there. So I think it's when they have like these forty or fifty episode dramas where they really start to. Well, this is only a ten episode, twenty minute episode. Holy cow! If they can't get it show. straight in like that amount of time, I mean, it, maybe because it's sci-fi too, right? There's it, no real boundaries to sci-fi. Yeah, they can get as wacky. They just as do crazy shit. Exactly. And yeah. I mean, it makes sense. It's just, it's just there's just a lot of weird stuff. Yeah. That is just weird. Well, that yeah, that's that's kind <laughs> of a you know. But it's like, why well, is this happening right now? Like what Western is this, animation what does this versus have to do Eastern, with anything? Right. You know? <laughs> Yeah, they'll have things that just really don't contribute to the plots and and stuff. But I've been looking for Berserk, and that's not on any streaming service. Berserk. I haven't seen that. That's an anime too, like classic one from the nineties, and also uh, Cowboy Bebop. Oh yeah. yeah, One Punch Man is pretty popular too. Yeah, my nephew is really big into anime. He watches all. Of them. I think he's probably seen Helsing. Uh, I might have to talk to him about it if I'm going to jump in on that. <laughs> but <laughs> um, all right, cool. I mean, so Helsing sounds really interesting. I'm going to get into that. That's all I'm watching. Let's do some news. News. Um, not a lot of news, so we'll get through this quick. Uh, Marvel Entertainment has been tweeting out pictures. I don't know if you guys have been seeing this, but it's spider webbed numbers, and they've been going down. Day by day. And it started at four. Yeah. Right? Which is weird. Yeah. There's speculation that there's a Fantastic Four movie coming with Spider-Man. Too early. Um, to re- to, uh, to reveal it? it. To yeah, reveal yeah, it. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Because I think Far that should be like a, a cut scene at the end. Yeah, I would think that would be an end credit scene. Well, I also sure. heard that this is going to be Daredevil at the end of Far From Home. If it's the Netflix Daredevil. That's what I heard. I will lose my pants. Yeah. <laughs> That would make sense since the show. My two favorite characters in the same movie would awesome. blow my mind. Yep. And then in, you know, throwing Deadpool because I've heard rumors yep. of that happening as well. Deadpool and Spider Man that will never happen. I don't want it to happen. Well, it will I never do, happen because you, you don't. Can't, you yeah. can't have the audience of Spider Man and the audience of Deadpool in the same movie theater. Bingo. And be happy, even though the you can't same, have the same content. No, and but what makes Deadpool's content awesome yeah. is what is yes. Deadpool's content. Yeah. And to make it But like in the comic PG's, books and the cartoons, Deadpool is always getting into Spider Man's shit. I know. And it, their and, and, their chemistry is awesome. Which because is they're fine. both smart asses and like yes. they they would feed off each other well. Logistically it wouldn't not work. Right now. It not right now. And not in the universe that Deadpool has yeah, right now. It There's work. already confusion with people with parents now that they're yeah. sending their kids to go watch Deadpool because yeah. it's a Marvel right. well, that's, superhero movie. That's yeah. bad parenting. Yeah. I, absolutely. <laughs> I mean I saw Elijah I brought in I brought Elijah to Deadpool. To Deadpool and <laughs> He uh, he didn't get it. No, <laughs> he didn't get it. Everything went over his head. The stabbing, the swearing, all that yeah. stuff went right over his head. I mean, yeah, like no, that's stupid. But like I said, you can't have the current form of Deadpool in the current form of Spider-Man yeah. um, together right now. Although I would love it, unless Although they I wanna, remember they did recut Deadpool two as a PG thirteen yeah. movie, and they did the Christmas special. So 
what they're gonna do is cut his nuts off, and I don't want that to happen. No, no, because we don't want them to Disneyfy Deadpool. Not at all. Yeah, but I, it would be funny if they broke the fourth wall with him and said, "I can't oh, swear I can't, in this movie, guys." No, I know there <laughs> that are would some be interesting. Like, that things. would be funny. They can do things to work around. Yeah, it, you he know? can't have a giant part. No. You know, maybe just a small. It needs to be a Spider-Man movie. Is yeah, what yeah. a Spider-Man movie with a cameo, Deadpool cameo, mm-hmm. and with clever lines like that. Or like he that goes to work. swear, and it just, it, like, it just, yeah. goes silent or something. Right. He's like, "What the? <laughs> yeah, what's yeah, going yeah. on in this world?" <laughs> right. <laughs> but that would be incredible having those two feed off of each other. Yeah. But it's, and it's and it's also happen. like Spider-Man and Daredevil always have crossovers too. Mm-hmm. So like, I am so if that happens. I would be so pumped. But I think the Matt Murdock in the comics, at least the ones I've, like the Mark Wade run that yep, he yep. just had, was way more charismatic than the guy that plays him. Yeah. Was it Charlie? Uh, what's his um, name? Charlie Day? No. <laughs> I don't remember his name, but it's Charlie something. Charlie something. Yep. Smith. He's not, I mean, he, he's great at his, uh, what he does, but yeah. I don't think he's as charismatic yeah. as the Daredevil in the comics. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Well, I mean, Spider-Man I don't know how gonna... that character would feed off of this Spider-Man. No, I don't know because it's yeah. such a dark show, and yeah. I don't know. But that would be awesome to see, mm-hmm. even though it might not work in our heads. <laughs> it still might <laughs> oh, be cool to watch. We leave that to the smart people <laughs> yeah. to write up, you know? Exactly. Um, but yeah, Marvel Entertainment is tweeting out these numbers. It's down to number two today. So by the time this episode comes out, whatever this reveal is going to be, Thursday, we will know. Yeah. But what's like, even if it is Fantastic Four, I mean, it just it's weird that it's in the spider webs. Well, Spider Man in the comics, they goes do. into they, Fantastic they make Four. Friends, yeah. Okay, I I didn't know that. Well, I didn't know he that. definitely does. Um, I forget what run is very early on. I think yeah, and they all have like white suits. Yeah, and it looks pretty cool. Okay. Um, that's just speculation. I don't know. I'm pulling it out of my It also could be a new freaking Spider-Man trailer. Who who the fuck knows? Yeah. I don't know. Wait, it's, Far From Home is uh, Holland's second, yep. right? All right. Yeah, so. Which, what, like, really trying to... <laughs> trying to really... Uh, putting pins on the board and <laughs> connecting the line with yarn and shit. I'm really trying to figure this out. Um, we got a trailer. Can't ask the guy that can't remember a fucking movie watching a plane. <laughs> Uh, no, I, I still have nothing. I haven't. No, no. Um, trailer came out for a movie that we've been talking about for a while that I haven't been excited for, but now I am holy shit excited yeah. for because I wasn't expecting this. No. Mike Flanagan's Doctor Sleep. Holy shit. Go watch this trailer. Give even, me, even give if me you don't minute. like horror movies because... <laughs> I got to watch the trailer. See yeah, hang on. You didn't watch this trailer? <laughs> no, dude. Oh, my What's God. What's wrong with me? There's quite a bit wrong with me. So right, We're going to take a brief pause. <laughs> <laughs> we we knew that this was the sequel to The Shining. Right. I didn't know... The novel. Yeah, the novel. Right. I didn't know they were going to go this sequel right. in film form mm-hmm. with legit sets, like re... Made Re- sets, rebuilt, rebuilt yeah. sets of of the Overlook Hotel. Like, holy shit! I got so excited. for I this think movie. the only scene that wasn't recreated was the uh, blood out of the elevator scene. Yeah, Obi Wan Kenobi's in this. Yeah, he's he's Danny. Yeah, he's. Danny. We talked about this on the podcast. No, so we this did is a not. sequel yes, we did. Of, of the Shining, not the not the novel, but Stanley. Kubrick's yeah, Stanley Kubrick's movie. The Shining, which no one was expecting. No, I don't think anybody was expecting that. And it looks. Like, dude, it's showing shots of Danny in the fucking hallway on the little Hot Wheel. Yep. Like, they rebuilt all these sets. He goes back to the door that his dad chopped the fucking... Yeah. Here's Johnny part. (laughs) He puts his head in it. I'm totally excited for it. Yeah, I can't wait. 
Is that shot on like the AB the large 740, form. the large format version? <laughs> yeah. It looks like it. It's probably shot on the LF. LF, right. We well, knew that. Yeah. We knew that. <laughs> um, but yeah, I am 100% on board with this movie. I mean... And I've had the audiobook like just sitting in my library forever, been meaning to listen to it. So I'm going to have to before this comes out. I'll watch it later, guys. Okay. <laughs> And it's Mike Flanagan, so it it looks very haunting of Hill House. Yeah, it does cool. style wise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, check it. out the Doctor Sleep trailer. It looks fucking amazing. I can't wait. Uh, more horror news. We got a poster from. Is it Blumhouse? I think it's Blumhouse. Um, Black Christmas is getting oh, yes. remade. Definitely Blumhouse. Yep. Yep. It's getting remade. Uh, Friday the 13th of December it's coming out have you guys watched the original Black Christmas wait how many times has Black Christmas been made twice twice great they'll get it right this time no there's, X, there's Black Xmas oh that's right oh yeah, sorry yeah, yeah. so I don't know if that was a direct remake yeah, of the original 1974 oh they switched it with the X yeah they got me clever yeah <laughs> so this, this is their the original Black Christmas is really good okay. yeah I heard it's it's pretty good it's the original slasher uh, it came out it, mm-hmm. it preceded Halloween, actually, and John Coppner even said took a lot of influence from that. Yeah. I forget who directed Black Christmas because the next movie he did was like completely a totally different direction. I don't know if it was like a kid's movie, <laughs> but Black Christmas is, is really good. Also has uh, stars uh, Lois Lane from the uh, early Superman movies. I forget her name, but she passed away uh, last year, I think. I forgot her name though. Bob Clark, director. <laughs> oh, Bob Clark. Mm-hmm. He did. Uh, was it National Lampoons? Bob Clark sounds like a National Lampoon name, <laughs> doesn't it? That's because their name, their last name is Clark. <laughs> <laughs> or first. Why name do is we Clark. think he did something? Um, Christmas Story. Oh, yeah, that's it. He did a Christmas story. story? Yes. So he Christmas did like story. the most he violent did. Christmas <laughs> yes. movie and the most popular Christmas movie. Yes. Porkies. He obviously has some fetish with Christmas and Porkies. So just think of those three films. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah, he I got to watch Bob He was Christmas. never bored. Fucking Bob Clark. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we just got a poster. No trailer yet. So we'll see what happens with that. Um, ComicBookTV.com. This, this was, uh, he also had a masterpiece uh, with Sylvester Stallone and Dolly Parton. Oh, Rhinestone. Rhinestone. Nice. Um, if you look at the rating, it's a three out of 10. <laughs> um, masterpiece. Masterpiece. That's, because, that's just because Stallone and Dolly Parton are in it. Right. If they <laughs> weren't in it, it's three. A, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> but Black Christmas and Christmas Story. Even Porky's, if you like sex comedies, that's probably right up, you know, top ten. You yeah. Know? Uh, Stranger Things cast wants the series to end after one or two more seasons. Yeah, because by the time it ends, they're going to be like thirty-five years old. <laughs> yeah, I thought this was going to be the last season. It should be. I mean, honestly, it should be. I think I heard rumors that there's at least one more. Okay. Um, I would be fine with one more, but I'd be happier if it ended this season because mm-hmm. I think the kids are getting too old. Has there been what kid show has has you know overstayed their welcome with kids ages? Where, full House, Full House. They're still doing it. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I mean, consecutively. Oh, where the kids got old. Actually, it happened in Game of Thrones. Yeah. I was oh just yeah. Say, it did. Game of Thrones. Yeah. Boy Meets it really World. Did. 
Boy Meets World, yeah, possibly. But I mean, they're... Did it ruin the series? No, it didn't ruin no. the series because they advanced yeah, in the advanced grade story level. with yeah, them yeah. being right. older. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure they could do that with Stranger Things. They're yeah, not they stupid could. people. Mm. But with with Game of Thrones, I mean, the whole thing happened like within a, <laughs> I don't know a year's time, and Bran's like 85 years old by the end of it. And <laughs> fucking, I don't want to say it. He's okay. Spoiler alert: He's a fucking king, <laughs> <laughs> which makes no goddamn sense. No. <laughs> But I mean, in the beginning, he was digress. like eight years old. <laughs> yeah, I know. And then by the end, he's twenty-one in real life. But I think what made Stranger Things so good and like the the magic behind it was how young the kids right they were, were kids. and yeah, yeah, and how they interact. I think it loses a lot of its of its you know it specialty does. once they get past yeah fourteen whatever yeah because they're not you know they well, obviously they act different. It perfect example. The first part of it is. The kids' story. Mm-hmm. Yep. The second part is the adult. Yep. So it might work, yep. even though it didn't work for the television's uh, yeah, television no. movie. But they're essentially, I mean, they're the same names. Characters. They're just not the same actors. Right. It's, no, yeah. not actresses. at all. It's just two right. totally, totally yeah. different. It's not like we're dealing with. I think this would be a lot better than the TV version. Oh, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I think this movie is going to be, that movie is going to be one of the biggest horror movie event films of all time. What is it? it? It part two. Yeah. I think crowds are going to go crazy for that movie. Horror is back, man, in a major way. Yeah. Oh, it it's is? Actually, yeah. No, I'm missing out. I don't know if you missed out on I that. I think I'm missing out on it right yeah. now, actually. It just... I'm too busy playing. <laughs> Coming back with a vengeance. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Was it a horror movie on the plane? Fuck, dude. I don't know. Okay, that's all right. We're, we're getting there. We're getting there. I don't think it was a horror movie. Like I said, I had an old lady. I wasn't going to watch no horror movie. Nothing. Oh, this is something that you chose? I chose. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Dude, it's not It's not happening. It's not happening. Just trust me. I thought I was getting old. No, I am. I'm like, I'm done. My I'm memory toast. is shit. But I dealt with a lot in California. I mean, I had way too much going on to remember what movie I watched. I just, you said it was on the way there. On the way there. Right. So you haven't done any work yet. I know, but then after that, there's that a lot. Plane ride oh. was might as well have been last year, <laughs> right? Okay, I just did so much. Um, hold on, I just want to read a couple of things from this, and then we can move on. Okay, boss, <laughs> it's my goddamn show. Um, Stranger Things, Finn Wolfhard and Noah Schnapp. Um, mm. they were asked by Entertainment Tonight at the MTV Movie and TV Awards when they would stop. And they said probably like five seasons. So, okay. So two, so more, two more, potentially. So they said, I think we should stop whenever the story feels like it needs to be completed. That's the more important thing. Don't don't put your timeline yeah, at know. five or whatever. Whenever it makes sense for the story, don't, you know. They so said. They um, just put some pressure on the, uh, the showrunners and the directors yeah. and everything. We got to yeah. finish this thing up and. Uh, they said, I don't think any season should be pushed. If there's no more story, there's no more story. Yeah, right. that goes That's for any way, show. Yeah. That's the way it should be. Um, but here's the thing. I think when the the showrunners of this show, the fucking brothers, I forget their names. Cohen? Uh, no. Um, I don't know. I made it up. Oh, I can't remember their names. They only had one season yeah. planned. That first season was the story. That was, it. That that was, was what it. they had you and know. then the show just took And then off. It, it blew up and they were like, mm-hmm. shit, we got to write another season. I think that's why season two. It, it kind of feels like the, the Lost story, right? Because even the guys from Lost didn't have an ending in no. mind. They were just kind of like, they couldn't believe how popular the show got and how in, into it people got, mm-hmm. you know? Um, I thought season one of Stranger Things ended awesome. It was it did. perfect. Yeah. They didn't have to do another one. They didn't one. have to do another season. No, but it was so popular. Yep. They had to. 
Yep. Netflix was well, like, the money take was all calling, our money. Man. <laughs> money was calling. Um, all right, so that's it for news. Quick news week. Uh, that was quick. <laughs> that was about 45 minutes. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, so do you want to talk about E3 a little bit? Um, Just give us like a how a little synopsis. Okay, I went to California, went to E3. Um, I took a plane back, <laughs> and I'm home. No, uh, <laughs> I got some swag. I did. I, I got a, a lot of cool swag. I met with a lot of really interesting... I met a lot of interesting people. I met some people that I never thought I would meet, like the the people at Larian Studios who make Divinity Original Sin, as well as the, the, the actually the CEO of uh, D&D. Cool. I met him as well. Um, a lot of YouTube, video game YouTube personalities. I met them. Um, did, you with, t- did you plug the Cine Snobcast? With who? Everybody. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. Um, sorry. Um, yeah, it was really cool meeting a lot of like the like I said the YouTube personalities. Actually, talk talking to people. You know, kind of. It's more E three has become it, or is a networking event. So basically, you're there. You're just kind of you you're, you're doing your job by just getting these developers and publishers getting their games and getting it out to your your audience and then you're also networking with them and networking with other people that are kind of doing the same thing mm. um so it's just it's just really it's very different than say a PAX event or PAX uh, expo where it's it's more about the gamers in that in in that venue yeah um and but the I I actually prefer PAX over E3 because I think the, it's the developers and the publishers are, are more approachable at PAX, where in E3 a lot of those they're they're a lot bigger games so it's mm-hmm. hard to get to talk to talking to people. Um, but yeah, like I said, I met a lot a lot of cool people. Um, it was really weird. There was this one time where someone actually recognized me. They came up to me and said, "Hey, you're Geo, the ner- the nerd basement." I'm like, <laughs> "That's Holy. wicked funny." I'm like, "This is really weird." I'm in, I'm like, totally, <laughs> I totally, I'm did. across the country <laughs> and someone recognized I me. I totally didn't expect that uh, <laughs> at, at all. Um, the, it was really, really weird. Um, and you know, he he was a YouTuber himself, so he gave me his card, all the all that bullshit. We, you know, I was really like. I was like, "Wow!" Did he ask you for your autograph? No, 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 okay. no, no. We pro- we kept you it professional. Made it there yet. No, 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 not at all. I don't expect to make it there at all. No. But you know, everybody kept it you know professional. Even when I'm geeking out with meeting the guys at Larian Studios and uh, Pete Hines from Bethesda, uh, as well as Todd Howard, I met them. Um, I'm like freaking out inside, but I'm like, I gotta keep keep it calm. Be cool, man. <laughs> My inner inner like twelve year old girl is just fucking screaming, <laughs> peeing her pants um, when I'm meeting these people. Uh, but it was really cool. I, I there were a lot of um, you know uh, press press events that I was allowed into where not everyone was. Uh, there was one meeting that took place in a Chinese or Japanese restaurant, and uh, we just talked talked about games. I demoed quite a few games. That was really, really cool. They f- they fed me and everything. I felt like, huh, nice. I'm a fucking king. <laughs> that was like when we went to the <laughs> Give mixer. Give me fucking Mongolian beef, asshole. Um, no, I didn't say When that. you went to the Catalina it's wine like mixer? like when we went to the Catalina the wine mixer. fucking Catalina wine mixer. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, That's I mean, cool. there were there were a few instances like that where I was given, not given, but they, they had food and shit like that. Uh, but I saw like Cyberpunk 2077. I saw Dying Light 2. Uh, Borderlands Three, a lot of those games. Those games look absolutely ridiculous. Cyberpunk um, looks cool. Yeah. Yep. And um, that game's gonna change gaming. 
for and you said that was highly influenced by Akira. It's highly influenced by Akira. It's highly just the cyber well, the well, cyberpunk stuff. But that game has so many cyberpunk influences. It's it's ridiculous. But Akira, Maybe Blade Runner, Blade Runner. There's oh, yeah. uh, there's a few other games like uh, Deus Ex and yeah. uh, a, a oh, bunch yeah. of other bunch of other cyberpunk games that it's real in Shadowrun um, that it's influenced by. And um, this game is just it's just absolutely massive. Was uh, Keanu there? I saw Keanu. He walked right by me, as well as Doug Bowser. Did he the give new... you a fucking swift kick to the throat? <laughs> I, I would have. I would have fucking taken. Can this you thing. kick me in the face? In the face, please. Uh, I mean, apparently that guy is one of the nicest guys. Yeah, no, he's he like is. the most loved person in the world right, right. now. It's un- really it's unbelievable. Yeah. But yeah, I, 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 he still I s- takes the train in uh, or the bus in New York. Yeah. Like he's just like a down to earth good that, dude. But back in the day, he got so much shit for being a terrible actor. Yeah. Well, he's a terrible actor. Right. <laughs> he's things, got his niche things put, that he's exactly, really good at. You got to put him in, in certain like the Matrix. It's just a boring ass dude. John Wick. John Wick. Bill no and Ted's line. Excellent Adventure. Well, I don't know. Let's not go <laughs> Which too far. Which is going to have a third one. <laughs> is it third or second? Third. That's too many. No. Yeah. No. No. It is. Those you're right. Movies it is, are it is awesome. Second. See, I wish you would have been in the conference when it revealed him in Cyberpunk. Oh yeah. People yeah. went nuts. <laughs> yeah, and I saw how he is actually using Cyberpunk. It's more like uh, Cortana. He's not actually oh, cool. uh, there. Yeah, yeah. He's more like uh, I forget what, like what AI hologram voice. AI yeah, yeah. type oh, of thing. Okay. Um I mean, at least the the hour that I saw. Um I think I'm allowed to talk about that. Anyway. So actors are getting more and more involved. Yeah, you're seeing that with, with John um Norman the Punisher. Re- Norman, Norman Reedus. Reedus. Yeah, Norman Reedus. yeah, you're seeing that. I don't know if I like that. Um, I don't know if I like it either. But John Wick is also getting a, a video game itself. Yes. Uh, it's a tactical... Hex. Or, yeah, John right. Wick Hex, uh, which I actually was able to see. Looks interesting. I don't I don't know if I like the art style with it, um, but that was cool. That was at like a, another hotel. But yeah, it, it was... I guess it's tough to see these actors in a video game and not picture mm-hmm. what, uh, what the they're movie. But it for. makes yeah. sense for them to be in video games because then the character in the game is way better. I don't... I'm not. I'm not a fan of because you get like real actors as a marketing, like mocap like that. type yeah, of stuff. You get like good. I think it's more of a marketing thing. Uh, yeah, honestly. for I'd marketing, rather, it's it's. I think you get better performances part, from the characters in the game. I just don't like it. I mean, you can have you can have an actor and the you voice can do mocap and everything. Yeah, just their exact likeness. You're not into no because you no. can't picture them. Anything yeah, I don't else. mind having voice like having yeah them the voice, voice act right because uh, uh, you know. Um, What's his name? Did it for the Joker, Mark, Mark Hamill. Yeah, so he I is mean, the Joker. He is the Joker. He's also uh, Luke Skywalker. <laughs> and uh, Bruce Greenwood plays Batman in a lot of the animated movies. Yeah, yeah, now okay. I I can't. He's like perfect. No, so that's Bruce what I mean. I'm not a not Bruce Greenwood. He's the one from uh, Gotham by Gaslight. It's gonna drive me nuts if I don't. The guy that did the animated series. Yep, Kevin Conroy. Oh yeah. Oh, Ke- I'm sorry. Kevin, yeah, yeah, Kevin yeah. Conroy. That's right. So I mean, I don't know how I feel about. About that, I think we may be saving that for next week, or not next week. Yeah, we'll do a more deep dive into video game stuff, because there was a lot of Netflix, or video game, actually, movie to video video game game, releases. Yeah, because we we see video game to movie all the time, and it's usually ass, like the new Monster Hunter movie. That actually got leaked, uh, by the way, the Monster Hunter trailer. Oh. Um, I'm sure it's I looked awful. online it and bad. I found an article saying that there's 41 video game movies in development as we speak. Holy right. shit. I think the ones to look out for or the one to look out for is Mario. 
because uh, it's going to be animated. They're not yeah. going to do all this live right. action, and that's where they all they all fuck things up is with live action. Well, look at Castlevania. Perfect example. Perfect. That, I, I think that game though probably could have worked as live action as well. Right, but I I just have I don't know. I just think they would have made it look really cheesy, stupid. It's all about budget too, you know. Yeah. Um, and do you think you think Hollywood would even put in for? I mean, I say Hollywood. Do you think a studio would put in for a budget for a video game movie? I don't think so. There was and do one what that, they did? I just read that was one that was dropped because it was $300 million or something. And they're like, no, we can't World do of that. Warcraft, or Warcraft, I'm sorry, oh, yeah. was the big, big-ass budget. That, that movie bombed. It did. Absolutely bombed. You got to be careful with video. You got to pick video game movies very carefully the, you can't pick video games that have the biggest fan base ever like yeah, warcraft you're gonna, they're they're ravenous yeah especially war people that do you know what kind of people that play warcraft oh i know fucking crazy <laughs> <laughs> i used to play warcraft i, know, back I used in the to day. play too people are fucking nuts about that game you know, that's a know. bad game to pick to remake into a but movie the, the thing is it has it has a lot of great stories oh yeah it. yeah no and, they, but potentially that's the biggest, could be that's great. the biggest issues that a lot of these places don't they 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 hollywoodize these movies they don't follow the source material at all I mean, like, I don't want a one-to-one representation of the yeah, yeah. of the video game either. I just want a, a good movie. But you also don't need to pick a video game that has the biggest, craziest fan base no. ever. No. Nope. Pick something that's a little less known. Right. That- well, that's why they're doing Tetris. They're doing a Tetris movie. Oh, because that makes sense. Right. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> Did you Was that on the list? Because they are doing that. Uh, it they're probably doing- is. I didn't go through all 41. I saw Altered Beast and I stopped there. I'm like, well, they're Beast making was, an Altered Beast was movie. was actually a great a uh, great video game werewolf uh video yes. game it was genesis i wasn't you know i wasn't a genesis it guy. was a very simple side scrolling mm-hmm. uh adventure game i just love the soundtrack and like the uh i don't know how they're gonna make it into a movie i guess yeah. it's a werewolf movie so. yeah it's a werewolf movie but tetris is one um rampage well they actually just oh they just did rampage how did pikachu do did you guys uh, watch it actually, pretty well i think it did well but you guys haven't seen it yet. i have no. not seen it i want to actually take elijah to go see it uh, maybe I should hold off for that video game movie episode. Yeah. We, but there are a few games that well, I we'll love do a, as a, kid a movie that, to video game episode because yeah. that's what really oh movie to video game that's yeah. what oh okay Netflix is kind of doing that well they, yeah they're doing the Stranger Things and three that's right launching what? the same day as July fourth mm-hmm. yep and they're also doing Dark Crystal Tactics yes. uh, which is a tactical RPG coming out to like I think every console. Um, but and then a Blair Witch Project. Blair Witch. Game. Blair Witch. Yeah. Yep. There's, and then there's the Star, Star Wars movies. Yeah. Yes. John Wick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Star Wars games. So we'll talk about that probably, hopefully, next week. Apparently, Contra is in development. I did. I saw that. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, that's just a fucking 90s action movie. Basically. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, the characters are all, the names are based off of uh, characters from Aliens. Mm-hmm. But we will uh, probably, hopefully. Uh, did you say you were going to be here next week? Oh no, I'm not going to be here next week. And then um, the following so maybe week. two weeks. All right, we'll figure it out. But we'll do it on a different day. We'll plan for that. Yeah. Cool. All right, E3. Topic of the week. Um. What movie yeah. So did I'm you glad you made it back plane. from L.A. <laughs> <laughs> I survived. <laughs> and if you want to see my, I, I do. I did do like a three day or four day blog on Switch RPG. You can read it there. Hey, you can plug that. Even no, though don't you plug, plug your up shit podcast. on my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. You did plug the, the podcast on your blog, though. Yeah, I did. Fuck yeah. you, dude. Oh, did you? Yeah, you yeah. don't read my shit. Oh, I take it back then. <laughs> uh, documentary movies. There's a ton of them. 
We're going to talk about them because yeah. we haven't yet. Yeah, we didn't a have a topic for this week. It is hot as balls in here. Yeah, it's getting warm. Okay, cool. Not just me. But we're only going to do a top three. <laughs> yeah, it's going to still take So it's not going to take so long. <laughs> yes, I, I only have two. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> um, Second time you come to a top five list with just two. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but I usually, I usually figure it you out. You do. You figure it out in the end. <laughs> So we'll do a top three. Documentary movies, they're hot right now. Netflix is making a shit ton of them. Those documentaries are so hot right now. <laughs> yes, um, they are. When They See Us has a, a post-documentary for the show. So if you watch that show. <laughs> wow, dude. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I can't stop sweating. Not that hot. <laughs> Maybe I should he's not He's wearing a long sleeve shirt and he's not. Well, you're drinking a hot coffee, first of all. That'll do it. Yeah. That'll it's going to bring up your body temperature up a little like, bit. Like over a million? Because <laughs> yeah. I feel like fucking a volcano is under me right now. Um, all right, cool. So let's do this. Cinesnobcast approves the documentaries. Stamp it or double stamp it? They're, they're all getting stamped. Stamps. They're okay. all stamped. All right, Gio, give me your first one. Uh, Planet Earth. Oh, that's easy. Docu-series. I, mean, I think I, actually all of mine are docu-series, but I think everyone should be watching or yes. should have should have watched should it. have watched it. If you have Netflix, um, it, visually stunning. Oh, it's incredible. Um, no, for sure. It's 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 really really beautiful. And actually, it spawned off a few other uh, documentaries about Earth and Planet Discovery Earth. Earth. I think was Discovery one. Earth is that Blue the one Planet. With, Blue Planet. Yep, is another one. There's actually two two of those. Mm. And um, who's is who's the one with the, the Monty Python dude? Shoot, I was just watching it too. Terry Gill? Yeah, he narrates a newer one. I can't remember what it was. Um, but anyways, yeah, that's that that blue planet or yeah, that planet Earth has spawned off planet quite Earth a, and planet Earth too. Yeah, that right? spawned off a bunch. That's of some of yep. like the craziest shit. Like I watched that show and I'm blown away by how did they even get this shot? Right. Oh, they're there I don't even days. understand. It's insane. Just to get one shot yeah. for ten seconds. Not even. Mm-hmm. I started watching that one time with with Elijah in the room. And all of a sudden, things are like getting torn apart and eaten. I'm like, um, <laughs> we should probably change. This, Why is right? that? Cat oh, did you ever see dying? the one with the, the the little lizards running across the beach mm-hmm. and like it's an island full of fucking snakes? Yeah, like they all chase pick the lizards. A different island, man. <laughs> <laughs> like what a fucking horrific scene that was. It's like the the, the lizards hatch out of their eggs and, and then they need to just run. And if they don't die. make it to the water, they're dead. Yeah. It's like getting born on Monster you're Island. Like, you're like on the edge of your seat. You're like, run. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was insane. The one they caught, it was absolutely it insane. Yeah. Like, the they were little just... snakes falling in the caves. <laughs> yeah. or like, like it's falling insanity. to death and shit. Yeah, it was insanity. fucking insane. It's crazy. I, I love them. Yeah, I mean. And yeah. if you watch it in 4K, it's like mind-blowing. Yeah, Forget the footage is just crazy Forget in that show. So yeah, Planet Earth, definitely a must-watch. Mm-hmm. Yep, mm-hmm. absolutely. All right. The, I'm sorry. The one I was thinking about uh, with uh, the Monty Python is Our Planet. Our Planet. Yeah. I, I watched the uh, the forest one. It has like the uh, the Siberian tiger because Elijah, for some reason, is like wicked into tigers yeah, right now. Yeah, which th- I wish there was more of it. It was only like five seconds of it. Of the tiger? Yeah. Yeah, because it looks freaking because, cool. Because, oh, I love tigers, <laughs> like Siberian tigers so much. Yeah. They're wicked extinct or, or getting extinct. They're, they're in no, danger. no, no. They're actually, their numbers are oh, they're climbing, climbing back. Those are like, Since like the 80s. They're the number one um, land um, predator mm-hmm. in the world. Really? Like, yeah. There's nothing that can beat that thing. Yeah. But I mean. Even a grizzly bear? 
Oh, I think it would destroy a grizzly bear. Really? Yeah. Let's see him. Let's see it happen. <laughs> I would love to see but that. I've looked. I didn't oh, believe it either. I didn't believe like it either. <laughs> I didn't believe it either. I looked it up. Animal death match. <laughs> yeah. Siberian tiger beats everything. Really? Yes. Well, they're so agile. Yeah, I know. Dude, uh, their claws are like fucking talons. Huge. They've large. And talons. they just sla- they slash like your so the jugular this. and I shit. See it. Yeah. Yeah. Watch our planet. That's the newer the newer one. Siberian I think. tigers are the coolest things I've ever seen in my life. But nice. it was cool. It was forest. It went over different forests yeah. all over the all over the world. I saw that episode. Yeah, and whatnot. So, um, that's the latest, I guess, Earth documentary. The only thing that could beat a tiger is a pack of wolves, not a single wolf, a pack. Because a pack of wolves can pretty much yeah, take down anything. They can pretty much take down everything, right? Uh, not Liam Neeson or African. <laughs> no, dog. he gets taken down. Dude. Oh, does he? I didn't watch it. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's an ambiguous ending, but there's no way he gets out of that. Hallway. Okay. Yeah. Hey, well, you never the, know. Um, the African wild the movie, dogs. So no spoilers. The African wild dogs are pretty crazy, Those too. Are not- Their success rate is higher than packs of wolves. Elijah's like, I want one of those. Those, Those things so look cool. cool. Their ears are awesome looking. Those are hyenas. I'm like, no, those are those are African wild dogs. They look like well, hyenas. Hyena and then I, is a wild dog. Then I put him in timeout. He got it wrong. They're probably from the same family. Oh no! I think they're very similar. They even like sound like hyenas. Yeah, they're, they look like they're hyenas. Just not, too, they're not hyenas. They're uh, crazy. They have like a seventy percent kill rate. Holy shit! Yeah, they're nuts. I've never killed anything, so I mean, <laughs> that's a lot higher. Zero, zero percent. <laughs> but I yeah. haven't even killed an ant. <laughs> well, okay. One percent in that fucking mosquito. So yeah, yeah. Uh, any any really Earth documentary, I think they're all they're all shot really well now. Yeah. Um, oh, and it's, even it's, back in the day, I was always watching like this stuff mm-hmm. on like Discovery, National Geographic, National Discovery, Geographic, yeah. Discovery, Prairie um, Dogs, whatever, anything nature well, not, based, not Meerkat Manor and <laughs> oh, shit like that. Meerkat Manor, that's freaking what it was. lunatic. <laughs> I just remember watching a, a show or a movie that. A dad and his daughter was watching that meerkat. Uh, I can't remember what it was though. No, no, I'm definitely not watching that. I'm, I'm even going like back. Like my, my father and I used to watch that. Or show. now they have like live cams where like an eagle oh, yeah. is gonna like and the eagle's nest hatch. Yeah, it's yep. stuff like that. I don't know how Crazy. they get that stuff. It's it's nuts. Well, Dude, like all I, said, I can think of is Nacho days. Libre type dude yeah. going up there with like a fucking Polaroid <laughs> trying to set it in a nest. Eagle Bowers. <laughs> a, a Polaroid? Yeah. I don't know, dude. <laughs> Give him a fucking GoPro at least. Give him a shot. You give him a We're Polaroid. We're talking about Nacho Libre oh, with some okay. wear leisure suits and stuff, okay, man. All right, all right. <laughs> I don't uh, think he had a GoPro. <laughs> no, no, no. He had one of those he cheap ass. He could afford his tights. You know? <laughs> he had those cheap ass 35 millimeters where you take yeah. a picture. <laughs> he had to stay there the whole time. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> All right. Yeah, All right that's, that's, that's my number three. These are my sweats. Yeah. What you All got, right, Jay? So my number three is going to be one I just recently watched, and it's Won't You Be My Neighbor oh, documentary man. on oh, Mr. Rogers. This. Yep. That, That's probably the most wholesome thing I watch. Uh, he was in a long time. He was a freaking genuine. He was a genuine good person. good person. Absolutely. Now, what's his story? Was he like a? He wanted to be a pastor. Okay. Um, and I, I can't. He remember didn't have anything exactly. to do with the military, did he? He was like a marine. Or am I thinking of Bob Ross? I'm sorry, I'm thinking of Bob Ross. Never no, mind. I'm yeah. pretty sure Mr. Rogers was a marine. He might have been Bob Ross. No, I don't think he was a marine. I don't remember that. Uh, part of it I know he wanted to be a pastor and he basically just came up with this idea for a show yeah uh, to reach out to yeah. you know children and stuff and it just blew up I mean I remember watching it when I was a kid 
when it was in syndication, obviously. But yeah, um, yeah, and and you know when you when you see these type of people, you always think like, what's the deal with this guy? Like he can't be that good, right? Especially yeah. nowadays, like everybody's yeah, no. secrets like, are out. Every priest that I see, you sure. know, unfortunately, I look at him and I'm like, well, what's his deal? You yep. know, yep. and that's unfortunate. But um, but yeah. He was a genuine person, and the documentary, I, I, it's, it's really good. I think it got nominated for an Oscar. I don't, I don't think it won, uh, but I definitely recommend it, especially if you grew up with the guy. Yep, I grew up with him and uh, Mr. Wizard, and um, he had he – had, I don't know if it went over it in the documentary, but he had this amazing speech. Um, I, I think it was like for person of the year or something like that, and um, – it was one of the most interesting, heartfelt speeches I've ever heard, and yep. to this day, it's one of my most favorite speeches. If you've ever, cool. If you if you go on YouTube, look up Mister Rogers' speech. It's I mean, he's had so many speeches, but like I it said, it might actually be on this documentary. Okay, uh, I don't, I watched this months ago, yep. um, so I don't remember all the particulars. I know me and my wife were. Completely I think I think if if you if it no if it said anything about the speech you would know because it, like I said it was it's it stands out whenever I think of Mr. Rogers I think they of, might end it there is something that he says okay. at the end they might end it with that speech okay it, it's one of the best speeches I've ever heard yeah no he, he was he was awesome and we don't have enough of those shows anymore we don't have enough people like him no honestly yep so yep. Keanu Reeves Dude, please. <laughs> fucking Mr. Rogers and Keanu Reeves. What is this, fucking Rush Hour 5? <laughs> that would actually be a good Rush Hour movie. Yeah, it would. We so gotta, I don't just watch horror and... Like, yes, you do. Like totally <laughs> <laughs> yes, you do. So there it is. But yeah. Won't You Be My Neighbor? It just I, came out last year. I think it's on... I think it's on Netflix, right? It might be on Netflix. Yeah, I gotta watch that because yeah. I actually like... I like Mr. Rogers. And yeah. I need to watch something uplifting, so... Mm-hmm. Very cool. Um, my number three is one that I raved about when I first watched it, and I talked about it on this podcast called Evil Genius. Oh, oh yeah, I loved it too. Um, I like documentaries that like people die, blow, like shock factor, <laughs> like the, like the shock factors are so intense and it's so insane yep. that it's just like I can't believe this is this was a true story. Yeah, especially when you've lived through it and you don't remember anything. And you don't about remember it. any of it. I, I don't, don't remember anything from Evil Genius. I think that was I was too young anyway when that happened. Was, was that in the, the 2000s? I thought it was in the 2000s. Might have been. I just don't remember it. And it is pretty much the story of 30 Minutes or Less. Right. With uh, as In real life. Was it Aziz? Aziz? Aziz, Aziz Ansari is in that with Jesse Eisenberg. And Jesse Eisenberg. Okay. Yep. Um, which actually is a pretty underrated movie. It's got Danny McBride in it. I think Aziz is hilarious in yeah. that movie. Um, but this documentary blew, blew my mind. Because I is. couldn't believe it was it's a true so story. Good. I was like, yeah, oh shit, 30 minutes or less happened. <clears throat> right, it was a legit thing. <laughs> they kidnapped a fucking pizza man and strapped a bomb to him and made him rob a bank. And yeah. not just strapped a bomb, like designed this yeah. fucking vest to work where, I mean, I don't think the keys would have worked anyway. Right. But, uh, I don't, yeah, I don't think he was designed for no, him to There look. was one, yeah, there was one thing that was going to happen with that vest. There was no way, yeah. you know, uh, there was probably a way to stop it, but it wasn't about these keys that he it was. Was it a vest or was it a collar? No, it was a vest. Oh, it was a collar sorry. with the bomb strapped to the collar, oh, though. Okay. So I, it's yeah. not, and it's not a, a vest vest because it was strapped to his neck. Yeah. yeah. Um, but but the, the, the explosive device was, was on, on his, his chest. chest. The footage yeah. that they show, though, they show everything. It's insane. It First was five crazy. minutes. Yeah. The first five minutes of this documentary is like the live footage. You see yeah. something, you're like, 
holy shit like that like right off the bat like what just happened right. blew my mind i was like this is nuts i can't believe this is a true story and then it goes into the just yeah the, it goes into plot. like all the planning that they yeah. did and they were kind of just like these like hicks who you thought were kind of stupid and what was the ultimate motive was it well, just to get just money to get money to get, yeah rob a bank yeah right and in the most convoluted fucking way possible no kidding <laughs> Jesus. She and like the lady, the main lady, I remember her name because I haven't watched it oh. in a few months, but she was like still says that she's innocent and all this shit and she had nothing to do with it. There's, there was, yeah, they're all pointing fingers yeah, at each other. Yeah, there was a lot, but she definitely came up with the whole plan. Yeah, it's such a unique. And then you kind of start second guessing certain people. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> like, did the guy know unique. that he was like this? Was, right. Like, was like, he part of the, the pizza guy involved? Yeah. Right. Um, very interesting documentary. I loved it. It's only four episodes, so definitely I banged watch it out it one you, day. Yeah. I think I, don't even, I think we watched it in one night. Well, I think it totally, totally only comes out to about two hours. I think. Yeah, I think. Oh no, shorter it's three episodes. hours. Three hours. Yeah, 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 it's not bad. So yeah, Evil Genius. Great cool. pick. Cool. Snobcast approved. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible sound effect. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. We need that her 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 like a fucking horn or something. <laughs> um, going back, it was it's Bob Ross that was in the U.S. Air Force. Yeah. Uh, so just um, is there a documentary on him? Bob Ross probably. There's a documentary on me. Um, so <laughs> I actually had I had a different one for my second one. I actually have one called Hitler's Bodyguards. Basically, uh, it's it's exactly what you think of all these people that he had sur- Hitler had surrounded himself with to get out of situations and, and whatnot. Uh, really interesting if you're into World War II. Not really conspiracy, but I mean, it's uh, it's Hitler. Yeah. yeah. But I'm going to go with Abducted in Plain Sight. Mm. Um, and we actually talked about this many times. It's not a great documentary. Yeah. But well, you, what do you consider great? Something that you are compelled to watch that you don't look away. Like You couldn't look away from this. No, you and, couldn't. But, so, but the actual execution, like I like good story with also good documentary filmmaking you know i also look at that aspect like the execution right. so you think that was kind i think of, like the reenactments and stuff were really cheesy in that yeah in that. i'm not that's into always reenactments. tough yeah. that's always tough to really pull off in any documentary yeah. but and but yeah this thing was just awe inspiring especially as an as a parent yes you're like, dropping you're like what the fuck how the fuck like what is that? like how does that every 20 minutes you're like this can't get worse it can't and it gets worse it gets worse <laughs> it gets worse every single freaking episode gets worse yeah. I, I recommend people watch that documentary <laughs> it's because so unbelievable. it's so unbelievable <laughs> it really is unbelievable is. i remember like, you were the one that told us to watch it because yeah. you were like this was this, this was the weirdest craziest <laughs> okay. thing i've ever and then seen people go back like oh this was uh, i think it was early 80s now 70s I think. oh 70s? i think it was in the 70s yeah, yeah. okay whatever oh it was a different time blah blah fuck no no uh, it doesn't matter yeah like how can you trust someone that much that you just met and not only that how do you trust somebody after you know what he's done right yeah again dude and i'm i'm gonna fucking spoil it i don't give a fuck but when that father gives that guy a hand job in the car (laughs) like you just let out like the biggest jaw-dropping moment i think of the whole i don't care (laughs) i don't care like that's just yeah. the craziest thing ever. It really is. Like this <laughs> guy, he was telling me that he was depressed and that he needed. He, his doctor told him that he needed help or whatever, oh. and and I just I just did it for him. Like, it's what? Like, what? <laughs> what are you? F- what? And then obviously, I mean, you watch it and you know these people in their minds they're blackmails for the rest of their lives. Mm-hmm. They can't admit this is the reason. What this is the thing that guy had over him, over them, right? As the, the parents. 
of these sexual encounters with both right. of them, he hung that over their heads like, you know. But that was enough to like. No, not when it's your no, own child. Not no, at all. It doesn't matter. You have to do what you have to do. That guy would be murderized. It, it's a story. Times. So what? If somebody finds out something salacious about you. I don't you, care. When your kid is in danger like that, it doesn't matter at that point. Right. Yeah. And no, that's what's so. About your image. Exactly. And that, 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 unfortunately, that's what that story is about. And it's incredible. Now, um, the, the, the girl at the time that was kidnapped, she's, she's given her, her side of the, of the story and she seems normal. Yeah. Like, it, I mean, obviously you don't know what, it, what's really going on inside her head, but right. she looks like she has it all together yeah. after go, going what she well, she's like through. an advocate for people that get kidnapped this right now, and, and, and it's, she, like, it's fights crazy it, how so. how that situation as crazy as i think it is yeah how she's holding it together yeah. i mean uh, again and the stuff that the guy would tell her like she thought oh she was getting God. abducted by aliens yeah, yeah no, it's, 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 insane. it's insane i don't again i don't i know <laughs> Dude, it's the craziest documentary i've ever seen <laughs> i don't want to get into two spoilers but it's fucking insane yeah it really it's, is it's crazy it is i heard those document those filmmakers are making another one not that story another story that's just as crazy I can't really? Wait. I yeah. can't wait. No, I can't either. I mean, I'm I'm hooked. Like that that documentary, like you said, it was like a terrible story. I don't really I didn't really look at the the because of the story was so fascinating. Mm. The way it was filmed and stuff like that, that just went out the window. Yeah, which, yeah. Yeah. Uh, which which to a certain degree I can like I forgive terrible Yeah, because you you were compelled by yeah, it. Yeah, I was compelled by it and I th- and I think it's it should definitely be Cinesnobcast approved as one of the best documentaries to watch. Can I get a stamp on that? <laughs> but <laughs> in terms of the actual execution of the documentary, it wasn't my favorite. Right. That's why it's not on my list. You know, it's up there, but yeah, no, it, I thought the execution it, it would have been on my list. It's too. one of the most memorable ones. Oh, yeah, sure. it's the one I still I remember. The, ne- it. The, t- the next two that I have are on my list because they're the most memorable, yeah. and the execution of them is it was fucking amazing. But um, give me your number two, Jeff. All right, my number two is uh, I'm a huge music buff, and I tend to, when it comes to documentaries, I eat up all kinds of music documentaries. It doesn't matter what genre. As long as it's not pop or pop country, <laughs> I watch any music music history documentary. This one I called uh, that I watched was uh, a band called Death. I, dude, that was going to be on my list. No way. I fucking love that movie. <laughs> I fucking love this movie. I like ran out and bought this record that they put out like at the time. That movie is came out. insane. It's it's an all black proto punk band from the seventies. They're, they're mm-hmm. technically the first punk band ever. Yeah, pretty much. All yes. I did you I, watch it? I've I've heard that. Yeah, I've, I haven't watched it, oh, but I've heard the music. It's actually that record is insanely it's, it's good. It's better than anything at that was the well at the that Stooges time. and MC Five. They just it, didn't get to better that level. than that. And you actually well, you see this a actually you do see you have seen this a lot with even with Elvis Presley. Um, you got these white. Um, white um, musicians outstaging Chuck Berry. They're outstaging all these just because oh, because they're of white. opportunity. Absolutely, no, not opportunity. Yeah, I guess well, it's a, they didn't have to deal with the same yeah. bullshit that the black oh, of course. musicians you're, had to. You're right, right. And, but they were a thousand times better. Like yes. I, I would listen to Chuck Berry any day over Elvis Presley. No, oh, yeah. My opinion, musically, yes, absolutely. I mean, Elvis was a more of a perform like Chuck Berry yeah, was, was a, a great performer, but he was Elvis a great musician had everything as well. else. Yeah, Chuck Berry. What I mean, 
this Chuck Berry, the the drug addict, yeah, um, I mean, he's that got he his turned well, right but. that he turned into. Um, but as a musician, he's a, a ton more talented than Elvis. He was a bit. Uh, I think his stage presence was great. Um, but I'm sorry, I didn't mean to take away. From no, no, I know exactly what you're saying because it is a major part of what this story is about. Right. Yeah. Um, you that know, documentary is awesome. All black. A uh, proto-punk band, mm-hmm. which was unheard of in the 70s. Right. And punk, to begin with, I mean, was just starting. Yeah, exactly. And it was based in Detroit, where they already had the Stooges MC5. So the, the foundation was there. Like, people mm-hmm. wanted this stuff, right? And it kind of rooted from jazz stuff, didn't it? Didn't they take a lot from a jazz? A little bit. And, 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 and incorporate it? Well, uh, two of the... Br- another. Not only were they all black, there were three brothers yeah. that were in the band. And uh, the, the lead and lead guitarist, uh, David, I think his name was... Uh, was so resolute to keep the name Death because they actually did try, almost got signed. Clive mm-hmm. Davis from Arista Records. They wanted Records to change the name. Said, you got to change that name. We can't sell a band called Death. Yeah. And he would not budge. And it pretty much doomed them. It was the know? main brother, right? Yeah, he was David. the one that was always he like... Was the, he was the songwriter. Yeah, he was yeah. the visionary of the yeah, band. Yeah. Um, he's the one that's not no longer with us. Mm-hmm. Uh but he would not budge. I mean, this is what we're about. I mean, a lot of the, the lyrics were religious yeah. in nature, um, but the darkness of a band called Death, yeah. they, they couldn't. They they thought they couldn't sell those records. Well, they could have, yeah. because there was a metal band that came out that was also named Death. Probably one of the most popular. He's he's no longer with us either, Chuck uh, Schuldiner, but. It, they sold records. It doesn't matter. That was yeah. later, a lot later. A lot later. It was yeah. probably in the seventies. They were seventies yeah. was a totally different yeah, yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. understand. Yeah, um, and but the amazing part of this story is that okay, the band was doomed. They didn't sign that contract. They they disbanded pretty much. And later on in life, one of the sons of the band members. Uh, started started listening yeah. to these these songs and heard uh, the singing and I'm like that's my dad. Like it <laughs> not was, knowing it was it? Empi- not knowing it. Wow. Had no idea. His dad's never told him about this band called Death that they were in with with all three brothers because mm-hmm. they ended up uh, starting like a reggae band afterwards. Yeah, yeah. So his friend shows him. He's like, hey, you have to hear these. This is like this is like pre punk. It's one of the greatest things I've ever heard. And, he, and his son's listening to it and like, that's my dad. <laughs> so this is how like this whole documentary started. And they reunited with another guitarist, did a bunch of shows, re-released a record. Yeah. The kids um, of the fathers. Also had awesome. a tribute band. Yeah. Played a tribute band. Yeah, it's an amazing that. story, yeah. man. It's like, I love like music, like myths and legends. This thing actually happened. Like yeah. you can't even make this right. shit That's up. A, it's a very like emotional story. Really too. I remember watching it. I'd be like, wow, yeah. this is deep. They were very close. All three brothers. Mm-hmm. And when they start talking about David, they really like, mm-hmm. like choke up and stuff. But really, I mean, he, he was so in, into his, the, the, the name of the band yeah. and what it was going to be well, about. Well, they were visionaries at he the didn't time. Care there was about no the punk back. There wasn't no. punk like that well, back that's, then. Well, that's punk in itself, exactly. right? Exactly. <laughs> you can't get more punk than that. I mean, yeah. it's too bad because, you know, had he changed his mind or changed the name of the band, they probably would have been. They, they would have been Who out knows there. how successful right, they would have been? Right. That record is fantastic. I recommend you have anybody. It? Yes. Yeah. I think it's called uh, <clears throat> All World. <clears throat> Excuse me. All World Comes to an End. Uh, no, that's not the name of it. It's something like that. Something metal. No, like it's that. not metal. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know that. Um, it's great though. Yeah, it really has. That sounds. Uh, I, I see. I, 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 
I knew of the documentary, but I knew of the band as well, kind of from hearing it from stories, I guess. But yeah, I, I got to watch that. Okay, I was all I was way off. You were way for off. the whole world to see. Was yeah, you, that album. that's not what you had said at all. <laughs> <laughs> that's really cool. Definitely recommend it. it, it it's fairly new too. I, I watched it a few years ago. Yeah, twenty. I was in college, so twenty. Twenty twelve. Yeah, it's not that old. A few years. Really ago. good. I don't know. I'm old, man. Fucking years go by. Time goes by so fast. It's like a minute. 2020 yet? It will be. Holy crap. Soon. 2020? Um, my number two, my next two documentaries I actually watched in film school, in documentary oh, filmmaking here, class. Here we go. Nice. And these have stuck with me since because of how fucking good they were. Yeah. I'm going to do the first You had one. trouble finding documentaries that you love. Yeah, I know, but then they just popped in my head. Um. Because I was trying to think of things that I've seen recently, but I'm just going to go back to yeah, know, the roots classics. of of Oscar winning documentaries. Um, the first one is Jesus Camp, which is about this literally a Jesus Camp of these evangelical uh, Christians, mm-hmm. where these film two filmmakers follow um, this one preacher who runs this camp. It's called Jesus Camp. And all yep. these evangelical kids go there over the summer. It's actually called Jesus Camp. Yeah. And it's in... They couldn't think of anything else. And it's it's down south. Dude, this oh. was the craziest thing ever. You have to watch this documentary because I can't believe how brainwashed people are. Yes. And this is in, why... I'm, within religion. Yeah. Oh, yeah. fascinated with cults, religious... Oh, dude, you, religion, would, you would... Cults. This will blow your mind. <laughs> It was like, on my. I saw that on a list of like documentaries to watch. It was kind of scary at was, points because it's one of those religions where they go to they go to church or whatever, and the preacher or main person I don't know what they call her, but she starts like saying that the Holy Ghost is here and all this shit, and people start getting possessed by the Holy oh Ghost. They start speaking in tongue, and they're like they're like seizing. This was it's real footage of, of this shit. It really, but is. they're like ten year old kids. It's brain, yeah, brainwashed. Dude, yeah. it is nuts. You gotta watch this documentary. It was crazy. The story's insane. It is, it is very well done. Je- Jesus, Jesus camp? camp. Do they wear T-shirts that say Jesus Camp on it? I don't know. They should, with their names and like a jersey. But number. I think they follow like three or four main families, and it shows like their home life, mm-hmm. how the parents treat the kids, and how the kids are just always talking about God and Jesus, and everything they do is because of God and Jesus, and they use like. They use like propaganda, like political propaganda against the kids and, and say how we're going to all like die because of George Bush and shit like this. Dude, it's, it is crazy. Wow. There's there's a bunch of cult documentaries I've seen <laughs> that didn't make my list, but like anything to do with like Jonestown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the Rajneeshi that was the wild, wild country that came on Netflix uh, last year. That was really good. It had dealt with a, another religious cult. It's just amazing, like, how, and and it happens everyday life. People get manipulated to yeah. do stuff, but when you get like a, a, a somebody that following. actually can get this following, it's insane. But it's it's not just a following. It, evangelical is a huge religion. Oh, it's huge, right? But there are different like uh, groupings within. Yeah, that, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Some people take it to Jesus camp level, yeah. and some you know they take it. Uh, I don't know. They then don't you got take the, it the, to quite that level. The televangelist. Oh, yeah. Did you see yeah. that video of the guy uh, trying to explain why he's flying around in a private jet? Why his supporters have like pretty pa- much paid for, paid it. for it? And he said he bought it from Tyler Perry, and it was so cheap he had to buy it. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> it's an amazing video. I think it's like. Uh, 
uh, I forget the news corporation that interviews him, but it's it's fucking terrifying. Isn't like there he new- actually looks at her and like when he says that he won't fly uh, coach or he won't fly <laughs> economy uh, economy because of the demons. That <laughs> oh fly. my god! Because there's alcohol. Oh He's god! Like, it's amazing. This interview is just insane. Isn't there a new? Uh, I don't know if it's a Netflix show. Or movie uh, with uh, O'Brien, Danny O'Brien. Oh yes, I can't wait to see that. I know what you're but talking it's like about. The, it's like an evangelical, yes, yes. Uh, televangel. Oh, oh my god, I is can't it, say it is it a documentary? No, it's like no, a, it's, it's a comedy. Oh. It's a comedy. Uh, it, it's the same two guys from the Vice Principals, right? Is his brother? I, I just know. I Who's just your I'm just remembering John, John Goodman. Goodman. Wow, look at that. We're old, and we remember <laughs> at the same time. It's coming on HBO soon. Is it HBO? I think it's HBO. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what show you're talking about. It, the name of the Danny show McBride's is like, in it, too. Yes. Isn't yeah. that what I just said? No, <laughs> yeah, I wasn't listening. I, or I did say Danny O'Brien. I don't yeah, I think know. You said, yeah, Daniel you said Daniel O'Brien, so I had no idea what you were talking it's about. It's his cousin. <laughs> so I just I just put HBO and an EV, and then the uh, Evangelical show came up. It's the the Righteous Gemstones. Uh, okay. That looks pretty funny. Yeah, uh, I want to watch it. Oh, it's freaking the guy from Workaholics, Adam yeah. Devine. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> we went from uh, legit shit. No, but to it, like, it. I mean, it's relatable. <laughs> yeah, it's relatable. <laughs> That's what it really is, though. It's a fucking huge ripoff. Yeah. Like the way they fly in on those watch jets and they're wicked rich. Because I the the Jonestown stuff that like blows my mind. That someone like you can get to that point where you can lead somebody like to a them, giant to their following death. like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, even to your death. It's when you the, had the biggest uh, mass suicide. Mass not just body count alone to nine eleven. It's the second most. That's wow. incredible. Yep. Even more than um, what's the people with the Nikes? Nine hundred and something. Do you remember the people? The, the people where they were waiting for a co- Haley's comet? Hail bop. Oh, that's Heaven's Gate. Heaven's Gate. Yeah, way more. Oh, nine hundred. Yeah, yeah Jonestown was an actual like legit people? colony. What did they do? Kill themselves? They yeah, went to the Kool Aid. You ever see you the, the, the expression? You are drinking the Kool Aid? Uh, they poisoned they poison themselves. The cy- they were laced with cyanide, and they had nine hundred people: kids, God. women, children. It was crazy. They, they um, yeah. He ended up. He ended up going to another country, like this South America, to another country. Yeah, yeah. Guyana, uh, the People's Temple. You stop watching documentaries about that and this guy was getting like sexual he just basically he he got these people to think that he was a prophet yeah and and having sex with him was getting like the demons out of him (laughs) he would have sex with women men it didn't matter it's an amazing amazing story i don't get it people are nuts but you're glued to cult uh, for some reason yeah i mean even the 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 podcast that i keep plugging last podcast unless they they've done like a four-part series mm-hmm. on Jonestown alone. Right. Um I don't know if they did a Jesus camp. I'm sure it's there somewhere. Um definitely. I don't know if it it's out. more like that's like a cult though. What it's Jesus a, camp? Yeah. Oh, oh for I think all it's religions evangelical. are a cult. It's an evangelical it, Christian religion. It's but, like a yeah, big well, religion. Right. I think all religions in some way are a cult. Are a cult. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Um, all right, so number, that's your number, number one. one. No, that was that was my number two. two. Number two. Nine, we got number one. Number that's one. what I meant to say. Don't skip me, motherfucker. Not, you didn't even have three. I have three. Oh, he has now. three now, dude. I told you, I picked this shit up, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I had one and two. I figured out number three. I even had four. What do you think about that? Oh, look at that. Um, 
toys still- the toys that made us is my actually number one nice um i haven't seen that yet it's basically a documentary it's it's another docu-series right it's a docu-series and the very first episode is about star wars and their toys and how they were made and how initially they were kind of ripped off of other toys and they made it into star wars they didn't know if it was going to be a thing and it ends up being a thing mm-hmm. then they have a series i mean they just basically go out there through the through the history of certain toys they do barbie they do he-man mm. um yep. i wish they I, I mean i've seen them all uh gi joe they do they actually have a second season i think they're doing a third one too uh, the second season didn't really get me that much because they do Star Trek. I'm not really a Star Trek fan. I didn't even know that was a big toy market deal. Yeah. yeah. No. Uh, I mean, it was. They do Transformers, the Lego. Transformers Lego one was one. really, really interesting. Um, Legos are huge. Yeah. Still. Uh, yeah. And then they do a Hello Kitty one, which was really kind of... also huge. It is well, very huge. It, not here yeah. so much. Right. More in Japan. But I was really, I'm really hoping that they do like a Nintendo one or yeah. a, like a, I don't know a Sega one or something like that that I'm really into because I just like the historical aspect of a lot of a lot of these toys and Even how they wrestling get. figures I think would be yeah a big wrestling thing. yeah would be a big yeah one. so yeah I just like the the historical aspect of of the these things now they don't go into I mean, they're about 45 minutes to an hour each I guess topic mm-hmm. I wish they would do deeper dives into some of these but. I don't know. I I'm, I'm I I like toy collecting. I like a lot of these. Right. I have to watch things. it because I like toy collecting too. So toy like, hunter. Did um, you watch that? No, I actually there was a there's a YouTube guy who does the same thing, but with video games. He had my my attention. Oh yeah. Yeah, but it, it's just weird. I mean, <clears throat> the guy who did it on YouTube, he would actually record himself going to like flea markets and and getting all this stuff yeah. and oh like would, vlogs. Yeah, and like thrift stores and finding all this sh- stuff. Like, like when I go to thrift stores, there's this jack shit every fucking time <laughs> of I go. Um, I mean, I've had some some good pickups at flea markets and stuff, <clears throat> but thrift stores are always a bust for me. Yeah, no, I feel the same way about records. Like when I first really got seriously into collecting, I'd go to any any thrift store, mm-hmm. any secondhand Salvation Army, would you name it. But I still go. I I love the hunt. <laughs> Like yeah. just to find something that right. somebody just gave away and, like, and had no idea. Dollar. I'm like, oh, you know, and I did did have a bunch of finds, but I can't go through and you know go through the same Barbara Streisand album times <laughs> or some unknown jazz really, guy. Yeah. <laughs> All like Christmas albums yep, and yep, yep. like Gasty, like Firestone had like their own album series. That everyone eventually had where like a, everyone get an album with a free tank That's of gas it. or some you, shit. You hear? You get an album. <laughs> but I, I I love the hunt, like yeah. the flea market. I mean, your your toys and video games. Same way with movies and and records, so. right? I mean, like I said, I wish they would do deeper dives into specific things, but they hit all the all the major plot yep. lines. I, on. I saw a few of those, the, few of the episodes. I did definitely saw the Star Wars one, yeah, and the He Man one. I think, yeah, the Star Wars and He Man one probably, and the Lego one probably my most favorite. That's it for me. Toys that made us. Toys that made us. Yep, approved. All right, I don't know what to pick for number one. What is, I'm sorry, what was that? Gotcha. Uh, I don't want to pick another music doc, but I, I might have to because I, I end up watching it every year. <laughs> every year, every so year. this is like this has to be number one then. Yeah, it has to be just because I I, I definitely do. It, it came out uh, on Thanksgiving Day, the year I was born, uh, nineteen seventy six. Is that when you started yeah, watching? I just it? aged myself. Um, it's called The Last Waltz, and oh, I've heard of this. It was a documentary uh, about the farewell show of the band. 
Uh, it's directed by Martin Scorsese. Uh, he was a big, uh, big pals with uh, Robbie Robinson, who was the lead man of the band. Mm-hmm. Now, if you don't know who the band was, they were the were Bob Dylan's band. Uh, can you can you sing me a song by the band? Uh, uh, yes, up on Crickle, Cripple Creek. Can no, uh, you actually sing it? No. Okay. No, I don't. I can't sing. <laughs> I can't sing. Get me on karaoke after about 12, 15 beers. We got you there. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Play the band. But uh, this this was a documentary again, again uh, by Martin Scorsese, and um, it's great. It's their final show. They had a bunch of celebrity musicians come on: Neil Young, uh, Joni Mitchell. Dr. John, rest in peace. He died like two weeks ago. Um, Ronnie Hawkins, uh, Bob Dylan, of course. Uh, even Neil Diamond uh, makes an appearance. Uh, Muddy Waters. Uh, it, it's great. Uh, it's it's a little. It favors uh, Robbie Robinson because him and Martin had like post production. They actually lived together for a while, and he 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 gets a lot of the airtime. But the the performances are great. Uh, one of the great things about it is when Neil Young comes up on stage, he has a giant glob of coke in one of his nostrils <laughs> that uh, Scorsese had to fucking digitally render it out. <laughs> but if you watch early versions of it, it is uh, it's there. You got a little. You got. But little I think something. this whole concert was fueled by cocaine, like everybody from really? top to bottom, like even Van Morrison. Like if you want to see somebody that's hopped up on coke, Van Morrison. Uh, on the last waltz is great, but every around every year around Thanksgiving, um, I, I try to watch this. Doc. Why Thanksgiving? It, I don't, it it's a Thanksgiving movie. You know what I mean? It's like <laughs> watching uh, Christmas Vacation at, at Christmas. Okay, you know, there's not many Thanksgiving movies to watch. No, the last waltz is mine is the one. that I go to. Okay, All yeah. Right. Um, so that's my number one. I didn't want to pick another music documentary, but that's. That's, majority that's of stuff I watch. Yeah, I, I I have a few music ones. Like uh, there's a f- couple of Bob Marley ones that were really cool. Yeah, um, seen a few. And Queen as well. Yep. Yeah. Live Aid, one. Yeah. Oh, I had a bunch of music ones. That yeah, I, I have. I had a lot too, but I didn't want to get into those. Maybe honorable mentions. Um. All right, my number one, another one I watched in documentary film class. Um, it's called Restrepo. It is about these Marines uh, in Iraq who were stuck in this area. The Restrepo was like this area where no one wanted to go because it was just constant firefights. Every night there was a firefight. And it's like on the ground filmmaking That's in crazy. the firefights. That's one of the craziest documentaries I've ever seen. I can't believe it's even a thing. a thing because I can't believe the filmmakers made it out alive. Yeah, no, that's like pretty Like IEDs. Like literal firefights every every day. They're hiding behind Humvees and they're filming Marines, you know, fighting. And then they interview all the Marines and how it affected them and how like they lost their friends and all this shit. It's a yeah. deep, heavy no, documentary. I, I definitely watch that. You I mean, have to I watch. admire somebody that puts themselves for their own art and their passion in that kind of situation. Oh, a dude, a totally this... different reason. I mean, other than the document, what these soldiers. I mean, what are going the soldiers through. are going yeah. through is a completely different it's, thing. It, and but... it, the thing is, it's it's you forget that the filmmakers are even there. You're so attached to the characters. Like right. it's like you're watching a real movie. Yeah. Because you're so attached to the characters because they cut <laughs> from the live action stuff to the interview stuff. Because the interview stuff is years later in like mm-hmm. a, a soundstage with these yeah. with these Marines, and they're talking about like all their friends and how this guy died and and how he he was such a good guy and all this stuff, 
and then it'll show like the firefights and them just like sitting at Restrepo and just like wanting to leave so bad, you know, but they were stuck there for like months at a time. Right. Because they couldn't they couldn't advance because of like the mountains or something and all the Iraqis were like they were just in the mountains and they couldn't advance. So they were stuck in this choke point in Restrepo. That's and it is a crazy documentary, man. Like this won a ton of awards. Sounds like a stressful. Oh, it watch. is. It's, it's very stressful watch. Like it is a very. It is probably the. It's definitely the best documentary I've ever seen. Um, but it definitely hit me the hardest out of any any of them. Oh, that sounds interesting. It's a. It's a. You get a new appreciation for, for the military that you watched in film class. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, props to my documentary filmmaking teacher because she showed us like the best documentaries around, you know, like that's how you make a documentary. You find a subject that is so crazy and you, you document it as well as you can and you build a story from it. Mm -hmm. Um, And there's no scripts. You go there with no script. There's nothing. You go there, you, whatever you get, you don't know what's going to happen. Whatever you get is what you get. And then you build a story around that. Right. Documentary filmmaking is the opposite of how you make a real movie. You do everything opposite. You film everything first, and then you create the story. Right. So it's it's a very interesting process, and I think Restrepo w- w- shows that process the best because they went and filmed literal firefights, mm-hmm. and then came back and created a story behind it. And That's it, insane. And they, it, it is awesome. Do you know how to spell that? R e s t r e p o. Found out what it means to me. R E S P E C. I just wanted to see if it's on a streaming service. Looks like it's uh, it on might Netflix. be on Netflix. Yeah, I think it is. And they did a follow up to it. I don't remember what it's called, but Restrepo is like the main one. Corangal, I think, is the second one. It was on Netflix. <laughs> um, highly recommend, especially if you like documentaries. Documentaries about war. Yeah, I do like the war documentaries. And we haven't even mentioned like the Ken Burns stuff. Like yeah. the stuff that he's done yeah. is amazing. We yeah. watched we watch a lot of that kind of stuff too. Because Ken Burns kind of created his own style of do- like yes. documentary filmmaking. Like mm-hmm. people weren't doing what he was doing. Right. He created the Ken Burns style of documentaries. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And moving. he was all over the place. I mean, he did the Civil War. Yep. He did jazz. He did the new baseball, one, Vietnam. Vietnam. That just came out last World year. World War II. I yeah. think he's touched on all the wars. They're all great documentaries. Yeah, they're incredible. I mean, he's an Oscar yeah. Oscar winner, uh, award winner yeah. uh, for a lot of I mean, of that's a term people use like in the industry. They'll be like, oh, just Ken Burns Ken it. Ken Burns it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they Shall Not Grow Old from Peter Jackson. I've been meaning to watch that, and I think it's on Netflix now, so you don't have to rent it. It's oh, free. that's the one. Um, Where it's 100-year footage. Yeah, of Civil War that he restored. Colorized. Yeah, he colorized it. And put audio to it. Yep. I mean, well, it looks phenomenal. It's, yeah. it's Civil War stuff, right? World War One. Oh, okay. I thought it was Civil War. Which is not much out there with that. Yeah. Uh, they didn't have video cameras in Civil War. No. Well, like, apparently wait, they wait did. They, <clears throat> apparently they War? did. It's real footage. A hundred year old footage. Civil War. No. Not Civil War. World War yeah, yeah, yeah. One. He said oh, Civil, yeah. Civil yeah. War. Yeah. No. I'm like, the camera was <laughs> like barely in things. <laughs> All reenact. I'm like, you're agreeing with it. Yeah, I'm like, no, wait a minute. I, I, I didn't know he was talking about Civil no, War. No, World War One. there was. I'm like, what the fuck did I miss? Yeah, Peter Jackson just like, made up everything <laughs> on this documentary. We have live footage of Abraham Lincoln Fucking giving the King Getty Kong is dress. real? This guy's insane. He gets everything. But that's definitely one I need to watch. Yeah. There's a lot of 
documentaries that I want to watch it's on my list. Mm-hmm. Just haven't got to it. Um, Man on Wire is another one that's really good. Is that the one where the guy between building? Yes. Is, yeah, yeah. Um, that's an honorable mention. And then my other honorable mention would probably be uh, Rolling Stones. Give me shelter. Really good. Awesome documentary. Yep. Holy shit. I don't even like the Rolling Stones. That's my biggest that, issue. That was just the one getting, about the free concert. Getting yeah. over that. Yeah. Dude, that shit was nuts. Yeah, it was. <laughs> oh, um, my honorable mention, National Treasure. Okay. Uh, documentary. <laughs> it's about someone who goes and steals the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> to find treasure. To find so treasure. Now, is is this just like a running joke now? Running inside joke that you, you may, gotta mention natural national treasure. You may wanna second. you may wanna look into it. I don't know if it's on Netflix. <laughs> oh, and the staircase. The staircase oh, I, is cool. That is cool. That's a good one. Yeah. I like that one because of all the theories that came out. That's after yeah, it. After Not that. to mention that documentary came before, right? Eleven episodes. Yep. Uh, and then they added. And two then they more added. Yeah. For the recent developments. Yep. Yeah, it was pretty cool. It's a. It's not still an ongoing thing. Uh, recent for me is a docu series called Dark Side of the Ring. Uh, with six episodes on Viceland. Uh, if you, if you have any interest in wrestling and wrestling history, oh, yes, yes, okay, um, you've, yeah, you've fantastic. Mentioned. Yeah, I've mentioned it a lot. Um, Incredible series uh, about history wrestling. There's another one that's called The Wrestlers that my son's been watching, which is really good. It's more contemporary. They follow around uh, old wrestlers and new ones trying to get into the business. Yeah. Um, that's another docuseries. And uh, what else we got? Wild wild, wild, wild Country I mentioned before. Another religious cult documentary. There's so many of those. Yeah. We got way too many cults. I watched a documentary. I don't remember the name of it, but a dude literally walked into a town and just took it over because it consisted of like 50 people. Wow. He just And he just took over. Oh, that's Raj, that's the Wild Wild Country. It they make been. the town... There's they're a population like white, of only They're like, like white supremacist oh, group no, no, who comes to this town and they just... No, these they're like, yeah, well, this is our town. They now. decided to build the buy this ranch, like eighty acres in this town population, like fifty two, whatever it was, and they just basically took over. You know, and the people, <laughs> the fifty people, like, I don't want these people here. You know, who are these hippies? You know, um, it's a great, it's a really good documentary, <clears throat> especially his right hand woman. She's a piece of work, and I recommend just to watch her work. These people, it's incredible. <clears throat> Other music documentaries, of course, Iron Maiden, Flight 666, incredible. Uh, Bruce Dickinson flying his own plane. How about uh, mockumentary? Spinal, this is Spinal, Spinal Tap. Spinal Tap is definitely up there as a mockumentary. Yeah. What we do in what the we shadows. What we do in the shadows. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> <clears throat> Anvil, the story of Anvil. Another thrash band from Canada, never really made it big. Uh, actually, uh, uh, Metallica opened for them once. Uh <laughs> It's insane. They still hold, you know, regular jobs, and they're still playing out too. It, it's really good. It's kind of like the the real version of Spinal Tap, mm. sort of the way their stories are told, the way the story is told. Um, yeah, that's about it. It's funny that you mentioned a band called Death, though, because I was gonna, I was gonna mention. Oh, it's that. great. I loved it. That's a great documentary. See, I haven't watched the documentary, but I've listened to them. I know yeah. about their their stories, so I'm 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 gonna have to do that one. I would say if there's two documentaries that you need to watch coming out of this episode, it's A Band Called Death and Restrepo. Why the fuck was I here? Jesus Camp is a little... um, (laughs) Well, no, the ones that you had uh, in the planet Earth and uh, Hitler's Bodyguards, which I have not seen. And National Treasure. No, No. Toys That Made Us. Oh, 
Toys, Toys that made us. us. Yes. Hitler's bodyguards. I might be checking out. It's cool. It's cool. So yeah, there you go. Cinestopcast approved documentaries. Check them out. Watch them. Let us know what you think. Gio, tell them where to find us. You can find us on Twitter at the Cinesnobcast. You can find me on Twitter and and and, and Instagram <laughs> at the Nerd Basement. Uh, wow, that was tough. <laughs> Anyways, Jeff. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Jeff underscore Martino and at BTV Uh You can find me at Michael Am- Michael Amaral DP on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, next week we may or may not. Wait, no, no, no episode next week. No episode next week. No episode. Yep. Um, two weeks from now, we may or may not be doing a movie to video game episode. So, get excited. Um, like, share, subscribe. Tell your friends. We'll see you next week. Bye. Two Later. weeks. From, two weeks from now.